This podcast is a member of the Voices of Wrestling podcasting network. Visit VoicesOfWrestling.com to hear the rest of our great podcasts, as well as show reviews, columns, opinions, and updates across the world of wrestling. Hello everybody and welcome to Tenzan's Ankle. Wait, no, sorry, I'm looking at the wrong thing. Welcome to the Super Jcast. I'm Joel Abraham, joined by Damon McDonald. Damon, should New Japan have a women's division? Now. Do you want to care to elaborate? <laughs> um, nah. <laughs> okay, let's move on then. Um, more interesting news here, Damon. When I went to Japan, I went in 7-Eleven and I bought some Pringles. I don't know if you saw the picture of this on Twitter. I bought Pringles, mystery flavour Pringles. Ooh, mystery flavour. Yeah, so rather than talking about that rubbish, I think I'm going to crack open these mystery flavor Pringles. Oh, we're starting off hot. <laughs> yeah, and eat them, and I'll try and guess what flavor they are. Because I know uh, Andy from Voices of Wrestling is hoping that it's uh, shit flavor. So is he going to be disappointed or is he going to be satisfied? So I'm going to I'm going to eat one of these now. So you're going to hear me eating some Pringles, which always makes a great radio. Yep. Sounds delicious. Mm. Mm. Kind of beefy, definitely oh. a savoury beefy flavour there. A bit of a bit of spice to it. Maybe am I detecting a bit of cumin there? <laughs> kind of, I'm getting Mexican vibes. Okay. Maybe like a sort of beef taco flavour. Okay. I don't know if any uh, Japanese-based listeners can help me out with this, but um, that is going to be my guess. I think it's beef taco flavour. Any hint of cinnamon anywhere? <laughs> I'm not getting any cinnamon. No, maybe a bit of paprika, uh-huh. a bit of cayenne pepper in there. Uh huh touch of garlic onion powder maybe but yeah definitely the beef is coming through very strongly here alright so I think we cracked the mystery there good job by you your palate is very refined like you can pick up those subtle flavors you've, you've trained uh, a lot for this moment I could be totally wrong yeah. I mean someone might just say actually this is cotton candy <laughs> <laughs> so who knows I should say Damon that as we're recording this we have the Kazuna Road show on live in the background yes we are awaiting the announcement for the g1 matches so at any moment i will stop whatever we're talking about and i'll report live on the matches we're getting because you've got it on in the background as well i've just got tenzan doing some mongolian chop so things are hung up here yeah right there with um you. let's start with a funny thing damon mm. i'm gonna send you a picture or oh, no, i'm gonna send you a whatsapp do so you want to open up your WhatsApp, Damon? I have my phone right now. We'll have your live reactions to what I'm going to show you here. I'm so excited. I'm going to send you two things. Nudes? You may have seen this one already. You, and When you receive it, you just describe to the listeners what you can see. Right, I just received... Uh-oh. Speaking of nudes... <laughs> all right. Yeah. You weren't wrong. <laughs> it's a... Uh, Alrighty then. Let's see here. I have... Uh, I have a, a butt. Of uh, to Gooch, yes. Uh, who's pulling them down? I can't quite. See. Oh, that's Jay White pulling them them down to expose. And then it's it's uh, Red Shoes who's has his hands over to Gucci's buttocks as to not show off the crack. It looks like so. Um, yep, we have a little taste of nudes right here early in the morning on the Super Jcast on brand. Right. Very good. Nice. And now I'm going to send you something else. Oh. Now, now you've got the context. Okay, got it. And again, please describe us what you can oh. see. Oh no. All right, looks like a little fan art. Uh, it's a it's an illustration that uh, depicting that same scene that I just described. 
but in this particular case, it's uh, Jay White with a heart above the buttocks. Uh, again, pulling down the pants. He's got a little that 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 ooh look to him. You know that 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 meme where the guy's looking away. He's got his girl and he's looking away at another girl and he's got that ooh face. He's kind of has that ooh face. Uh, Jay White does looking at Taguchi's bare buttocks as uh, as Taguchi stares off into the distance. So. Yeah, we have uh, artwork that depicts the uh, the, uh, the the ass play, if you will, <laughs> between <laughs> Jay White and Taguchi. Well, listen, uh, it's a hot way to start the show. That's for fucking show. We've got through a lot of stuff so far. We we've dealt with the issue of women in New Japan. We've had yep. the Chris talk, and we've yep. had the homoeroticism. So, yep, most of you could probably tune out now. Yeah, we're done. <laughs> it's not going to get better from here. That's for sure. All right, well, let's dig into one of the bigger news stories of the week, which was rumors about Gato. There were some rumors circulating based on uh, a Japanese, uh, I think it was a news website, that Gato had stepped down as a booker in NJPW. But a few digging that other people had done, uh, Voices of Wrestling did a bit of digging around. I know Lanza did. And um, hold my hands up, Emily Pratt from Uproc, she did her due diligence and asked her sources and all the sources that were consulted to said that it was untrue. So, Damon, what are your initial reactions to what you heard? Well, uh, if we could, you know, I think everybody did a good job kind of found. I feel like everybody talks to the same people, though, right? So it's like, you know, I don't, I mean, I don't know that for sure, but it feels certainly that way. Um, yeah, when, when the news broke, it was, what, early morning? Not early morning. Um, maybe late morning here in the States. So everybody was going to sleep over there. Uh, but I think it was Striga who actually had, um, you know, cage match and uh, the great pro wrestling fan. He sent out some information. And, you know, again, uh, he's translating a Japanese blog, if I'm not mistaken. That um, yeah, He wasn't trying to say that it was definitely true. He, right. he did pre- preface it with a caveat, if true. So and I don't want to bury him for giving that information. He was just reporting what other people were doing. Yeah, and again, I don't, I'm not, I'm not, I actually, I truth be told, I'm not burying anyone on this one. You know, it, it was, here's what we've heard, here's what we've seen, uh, here's what we've read, and here's what we've translated, and, and it's from a, a, you know, Striga actually hit us up and was like, you know, because uh, we were like, well, what is this blog? I mean, it's just one source, everybody just kind of relax, you know, it's, it's okay, uh, let's find, but, but, but let's hold off and find out, because there might be something to this, where there's smoke, there's fire, Um and then he hit, he hit us up basically saying, hey, you know what? The site is pretty reputable. Um, they, you know, they've uh, talked about stuff and stuff has come true before. So, uh, yeah, and he was taking a wait-and-see attitude as well. But he's just kind of saying, here's what, we've, what I say. So um, at that point, you know, then we get on the horn. We're like, okay, can, you know, maybe, maybe somebody's up. So we dug around and um, – I mean, literally, it, I mean, I think we can say what, what was told us. It was, it's the first I've heard of it, right? That was almost the exact quote. It's the first I've heard of it. Um, so, you know, we kind of went back and forth with it. Um, you know, kind of saying, well, it might not be the most uh, truthful statement of what had occurred. Because I think the rumor was, what, right after Dominion, he resigned or some something like that. It was before Dominion. Okay. They said that he'd stepped down before Dominion. So a lot of people were having sort of knee-jerk reactions and saying, oh, well, if this fuck finished, the main event is going to be assigned a uh, Gatorless booked New Japan, then this is really worrying. 
Right. Uh, right. Relax. <laughs> um, so, it, I mean, that, and that was it. And then, uh, and, and again, everybody did some did some good job uh, follow up. Re- uh, I don't want to say reporting. We're not fucking reporters, but you know, we're going to ask around. Um, Lanza and and uh, was that Emily? Was that Uprocks? Is it? Yeah, Emily Pratt from yep, Uprocks. Yep. Your, your favorite. <laughs> but again, good well, job. I give credit where it's yep. due. She yep. did a good job there. Absolutely. And then, um, you know, I think we helped uh, kind of ex- extinguish that. And then I know Dave kind of hopped on there as well. And so again, it was it it was a room. Now I will say this: I'm a firm believer of where there is smoke, there is fire. So there might be slivers of truth to this, in a sense of. Maybe responsibilities have lessened. Maybe uh, uh, you know, taking a a lesser role on some things. Who knows, right? Maybe. Um, I, I I think it's safe to say, and I don't think it's that uncommon of knowledge right now, Joel. But it's not like it's one guy with all the 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 ideas, all the implementation of those ideas, and and you know he gets full credit. I think there's a lot of moving pieces that go into New Japan Pro Wrestling booking, and I think he might have the final say. But I, 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 you know, from what we understand, it's always been this kind of multiple voice uh, with him having the final voice, right? Yeah, a few people have said that. I think that was something Lanza reported as well, and that was our understanding that he's part of a committee, it, and it seems like Gado is a let's say, a key interface rather than the head booker. I've heard names of about eight different people on that committee from various sources. So all the things that we're hearing from the various people who've been following up on this story corroborate that. So my feeling was that it's not necessarily Gado who is writing these long-term stories per se. He's, As you say, he's overseeing things. And if he were to step down, then I wouldn't expect things to change that much. No. Not not too much. I mean, I th- I think there's a definite influence of his style and, and and what he prefers and what he likes and what you know kind of he thinks pro wrestling should be. Oh, we got a little tap out there, Tiger Mask uh, tapping out Sonata. Uh, so we should get a land announcements pretty soon. Uh, it's his style, and I and I truly believe this, Joel, that a booker has a shelf life, right? Any good booker has a shelf life. And it's very difficult to be able to have a run over five years or six years being the top guy with all those decisions and making these things work. Um, it, it's, it, you know, you go through all the great territories and all the great pro wrestling throughout time, and it's very rare that anybody has gone longer than, than say, five years. You know, you go from Dundee to Watts to Ken Mantell to – uh, George Scott to, you know, just go down the line, Dusty, um, and I'm naming American pro wrestling, but even Baba to a certain degree, um, has had key influencers in his his booking. It's not like all Baba doing everything. So, you know, Choshu is the same to, uh, for New Japan. So, again, I, I, think, um, I think the rumors, again, where there's smoke, there's fire, there might be something. I'll say that one more time. Um, I think there might be something to it, but I don't think it's as extreme as people were first led to believe. 
Another thing that came out on the Voices of Wrestling Patreon exclusive feed was mm. Joe had heard some chat about Ring of Honor that various people from New Japan are not too keen on working for Ring of Honor anymore. And the quote that was attributed to One Juice Robinson was, uh, and I quote, fuck ROH. So it's understandable why he'd be thinking like this. If you think about the Lifeblood faction, it was a bit weird when it debuted. They just lumped all their new signings in together without any real motivation or storyline about why these guys would be together. And they don't seem to have done anything with it. So we've certainly heard that Juice isn't keen on doing any more work for ROH, which would be a big blow. And again, talking about Juice and also Zack Sabre Jr., according to rumours, those guys are moving to Japan along with Will Ospreay. So a lot of people have been questioning the relationship between New Japan and Ring of Honor. Is it is it moribund? Is it on its way out? And my understanding, Damon, was that ROH are really useful for New Japan in, first of all, providing the, the infrastructure from a production standpoint, that they're providing, you know, the cameras, the equipment, all that stuff when New Japan want to go over there and do a show. And they can put on a good show when the time comes. Uh, and I think it's, it's not a secret, is it, that all in, that was all ROH production, wasn't it? Right. So... At this point, there's the production. And there's also the, the talent exchange as well because ROH send over talent to New Japan that hasn't been overexposed in their market. You're thinking of guys like Best of the Super Juniors. You've had Bandido, Jonathan Gresham, the G1 was going to come up. Jeff Cobb is going to be working in that. But it seems unlikely that New Japan and ROH are going to be sharing a big stage anytime soon after MSG again if rumours are to be believed then the stuff like the Enzo Amore and big casting the women's match the street fight didn't exactly impress New Japan top brass again if rumours are to be believed so word on the street is the guys in charge of Ring of Honor Jokoff Greg Gilliland they need to pull their fingers out and try and fix things up a bit because if you look at ROH right now look at the slow ticket sales uh, particularly in the New York area for the upcoming ROH shows because You'd think if they made a good impression at Madison Square Garden that people in that market would be keen to snap these tickets up, but they're selling really, really slowly right now. And I'd be interested to see, like purely hypothetically, you know, if New Japan at some point in the future were to run solo shows in the East Coast, how well they do compare to ROH. And I think I know the answer to that. Of course, Damon, it's just fantasy at this point. I know you, you can keep praying to the wrestling gods for a New Japan show in Philly, but it's not going to happen. So, what do you? What are your thoughts on this uh, ROH relationship right now? It, well, I'm, I'm and, I, and I'm saying this while watching the live stream, um, waiting for the the show announcements, which should occur very shortly, as the lights dim. Uh, and here is the video. So let me hold those thoughts on Ring of Honor. Let's see what we got for these shows as they're being announced for the G1 Climax video right now. So Joel, take it away. I think I'm a couple of seconds behind you with mine, but let's see. So. G1 Climax 29 match card. Well, of course, we're going to find out what the show is for Dallas. That's been the All biggest right. question. Osprey. Yeah, here's Osprey, uh, Lance Archer. Osprey versus Lance Archer. Evil versus Bad Luck Fale. Sonata versus ZSJ. Ibushi versus Kenta. Ooh. And Okada Tanahashi, which I think a lot of people predicted. So that's your main event for Dallas, correct? Okada yes. versus Tanahashi. Correct. The 13th, uh, Block B, Juice versus Shingo. Yano versus Naito. Ishii, Jeff Cobb, John Moxley, Taichi, and Jay White, Hiroki Goto. Oh, so Moxley, Taichi is your main event there. 
yeah. for your opening B Block show. Interesting choice. Tai Chi's a big, big star, Damon. Who else have we got here? A Block on the 14th. We've got Osprey against Sonata, Okada, ZSJ, Ibushi, Evil, Archer against Fale, the, the Hossman battle. And your main event will be Tanahashi versus Kenta. On the 15th, we have Toriyano versus Shingo Takagi, uh, Juice Robinson, Hiroki Goto, Ishii, Jay White, and John Moxley versus Jeff Cobb. Uh, main event, Naito, Taichi on the 15th. Taichi, get another main event for Taichi. Big match, Taichi. Love it, David. This is nice. 18th, we've got Kenta versus Archer, Okada against Fale, Tanahashi versus ZSJ, Evil versus Sanada, the intra-LIJ match. And our main event there is Ibushi versus Osprey, rematch from the Never open weight match at Wrestle Kingdom. Very tasty. On the 19th, we've got Juice versus Jeff Cobb. We've got Yano versus Jay White. Goto Naito. And Shingo versus Tai Chi with a main event of Ishii versus John Moxley. That should be That's interesting. That is interesting. They're putting Moxley straight into main events here. All right. 20th, we got Sonada Ibushi, Tanahashi Archer, ZSJ Fale, Kenta versus Evil. Main event, Okada versus Osprey, and nice. a rematch from their New Japan Cup match. That's right. 24th, Juice versus Toriyano, Goto versus Taichi, Jeff Cobb versus Jay White. 24th also has Moxley versus Shingo for the first time, and Ishii Naito, main event for the 24th. Always a banger, Ishii versus Naito. they got very good chemistry together, those guys. 27th, we've got Ibushi Archer, Osprey versus Farley, Evil versus ZSJ, Tanahashi versus Sanada. Woo! Woo! Okada versus Kenta. That is the one that Woo! I've got my own, Damon. Yes, Okada sir. versus Kenta, a dream match in the making. 28th, Juice, Ishii, Cobb, Taichi, uh, Shingo, Jay White, Goto versus Yano, and the main event, Naito versus John Moxley. On the 28th. 30th, we have Ibushi Fale, Okada, Archer, Tanahashi versus Evil. Osprey versus ZSJ. Really looking forward to that one, Damon. The Battle of the Brits. Battle of Britain there. And the main event, Kenta versus Sanada. That's an interesting choice for the main event. Yeah. The first, or in August, Jeff Cobb, Shingo. That should be interesting. Juice versus Naito. Uh, Ishii Goto, Yano Moxley, oh my, and your main event, Jay White versus Tai Chi. What's that, the third main event for Tai Chi? Something so like far? that, yeah. Again, I'm really interested in that match. It's going to be a lot of shithousery there. On the 3rd of August, Kenta versus Fale, Zack versus Archer, uh, two Suzuki gun guys, Osprey versus Evil, Tanahashi versus Ibushi. Oh, that's a rematch from the final. It's not even the main event. Main event, right. Okada versus Sanada, a rematch from their. New Japan Cup final and their title match at Dontaku. I can't believe Tanahashi Ibushi co-main. Uh, on the fourth, Ishii, Yano, Robinson, uh, Taichi, Goto, Cobb, Moxley versus Jay White. And main eventing on the fourth, it's a big one, Naito versus Shingo. Main event. <laughs> this is mouth-watering stuff, David. <laughs> uh, the uh, seventh will be Sanada, Archer, Tanahashi, <laughs> Fale. Ibushi ZSJ, Woo! Osprey versus Kenta, yes please, and our main event, Okada versus Evil. That's that's hot. Uh, on the eighth, it's Naito Cobb, it's Goto Moxley. I'd be interested in that one. Uh, Robinson and White, 
It's Toriano against Tai Chi. And your main event, talk about a banger on the 8th, Ishii, Shingo, your main event. Fuck yes. <laughs> that, another one. That was one I penciled in straight away. Glad it's in the main event. On the 10th, we have Kenta versus Zack. Evil versus Archer, Sonata versus Farley, Tanahashi versus Osprey. That's a really exciting looking matchup. And our main event, we have Okada versus Ibushi. Oh. Very protected match there for the 10th. They're of giving August. a lot away, it feels like, doesn't it? Uh, on the 11th, let's barrel through Ishii, Taichi, Goto, Shingo. That should be good. Ayano, Jeff Cobb, Juice, John Moxley. And then your main event is Naito, Jay White. So those are the two. Are those the two Budokan shows that we yeah. just read out uh, there? No. Uh, yeah, the twelfth A block versus B block. Yep, yep. Those were those. Those were, um, yeah, correct. Dang so as good. expected, I, I mean, I've been predicting this for a long time. A lot of people have, to be fair. Your A block final looks like it will be Okada versus Ibushi, and your B block final Naito versus Jay White. Two protected matches that I think they've done very smartly to save those for Budokan and hopefully get close to as close to a sellout as they can Whew. yeah hose me down damon <laughs> i fucking pants are down for a lot of these i mean it was cool because we're reading them off and um you know which i'm trying to write them down but i can't write them down quick enough because they just barrel they just barrel through because i thought they were just going to do main events i didn't know they were doing the entire cards right you know the entire single match cards and i'm trying to write them down but i i bailed out like i don't i haven't written down anything hardly um, how about that opening night? That's not a bad opening night in Dallas. Yeah, I did think that Okada Tanahashi was the chalk pick because it's a brilliant match on paper. They've got storied history and it's something that the Western audience hasn't seen live before. So I think right. that's a sensible pick. Do you think that's going to be moving tickets for Dallas? Yeah, yeah right. What do we got? We got, um, I, I, I wish I had written down something. I have notes, but I, I can't even read my fucking notes now. It's uh, Osprey Archer, right? Cricket? Cricket? <laughs> yeah, no, sorry. I, I was just trying to check. Someone, I, I think Liam on the Discord had written them all down. So all right, go I'll, get them, Liam. What do we got? Come on. What do we... What do we uh... Okay, so... Uh... Oh, he didn't write them down for the first night. No! <laughs> now we look like boobs. He started doing all of them from night two onwards, but not really? night one. All right. Yeah. All right, uh, it's Ibushi Okada, right? And it's Evil Folly, no. did I say? No, Ibushi Okada is uh, for Budokan. Okay, okay. Well, well, then, well, I don't know what the fuck I wrote down. Um, oh, Ibushi Kenta. Oh, yes, Ibushi Kenta. But How that about that? That is a very sexy match. That is very sexy. That is very sexy. So, Osprey Lance. So, Lance gets to shine once again um, in a match where we all raved about that uh, New Japan Cup match, right? Um, so that should be great. Abushi Kenta. Uh, Joel, that's a sexy fucking way to open up your G1, right? Uh, if, if you're Kenta. You got yourself, uh, like, a real high-quality opponent to, 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 to start it off, right? Uh, and then your main event, where everyone is, you know... Okay, I, I got it here. Yes, Osprey Archer. So they had that amazing match. In the New Japan Cup, which I thought was great. Evil versus Fale, Sanada, ZSJ. Again, those guys got really good chemistry. Ibushi Kenta, Okada Tanahashi. That's a that's a great lineup. Yeah. That that is a really that honestly, that and you know you're gonna get 
you'll get Moxley on that card. You know, it's not like and because I think the the gap between the first date and the second date is pretty big. Um, I think you're going to get more people there, you know, to fill out that undercard. So I'm sure there'll be an appearance, you know, in some capacity. Um, wow. Okay. Okay. I'm I'm hyped. I'm hyped for Dallas. I'm fucking hyped for Dallas. Um, yeah. For the first. And of time course, listeners, if if you want to make sure that Damon is there for Dallas, then. Uh, get in touch with uh, uh, our, our people on Twitter. I, I'll put something in the show notes because we want to get you there because I can't be there. I'm already there. And there's got to be at least one of us there. I'm there. Uh, c- come on, kayfabe it, Damon. Oh, oh sorry. I'm not there yet. <laughs> I'm surprised. Unless you guys contribute enough money, he's not going to be there. Oh, right, so right, right. We've we we, we got to have Damon in Dallas. Right. We. I think the, the total is about $20,000 is what we need to collect to get me to Dallas. Right, Joel? $20,000. Yeah, at least. <laughs> right. <laughs> and I'll come knocking when it's time to get Joel to Tokyo or, or whatever. But yeah. Uh, yeah, you can get in. So if you if you want to contribute something to make sure Damon's there, Damon's got to be there. I mean, you imagine his little face, his little disappointed face if we can't get him there. Um, on Twitter, at CCS, the real Forno. Tyler uh, doing a great job taking the lead. And of course, uh, Booze Leprechaun, Nicole doing outstanding work there so if you want to just show a, a little token of your appreciation whatever it is for all the hard work that damon puts in the hours and hours and hours of free audio getting up early then you know where to go the dick jokes <laughs> they don't come free come on all right i'm hyped for dallas though that that is a fucking nice nice card that is a, that i'll i'll take that i'll take that for an opening night that's going to be great um Give me some. Uh, so you you have all the lineups. Somebody uh, you said uh, who who typed out all this on the Liam computer? on the Discord. He typed most of them. Great up, job, yeah. great job by Liam. Uh, who is a, who is a great moderator, if I'm not mistaken, on on our Discord. Uh, great job by him. Uh, let me ask you this: You're looking at the lineups. Give me give me right out of the gate again, just from the gut and emotional standpoint. What night you're looking at? What 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 matches are you looking at? Can I save that, Damon? Yes, you can. Can we, can we circle back to the G1 later on? Because I got loads of questions and notes here and stuff. So we, All can, right. we can discuss that then. Fire away. Fire but, away. Uh, let, let me just circle back to ROH thing. So Ghost Recon Spots says, hypothetically, if New Japan wanted to cut ties with ROH, not necessarily to partner with anyone else, but if they decide that they're tired of ROH's shit and don't want to deal with it anymore, could NJPW and CMLL just cut ties or is it more complex than that? So we did cut you off in the middle of your ROH talk, Damon. So do you want to just circle back to that? Give us your thoughts. All right. Uh, I'm, I remember back in the day, Joel, and when uh, I went to Tokyo for one of the Dome shows and we were talking to a lot of guys that were on the show that also worked for Ring of Honor. And it was a running joke about how much they couldn't stand working in ring of honor right and that was four years ago at least right um look it's never been it it's been a place to work because it was really the where else you're going to work in the states right uh so it was always that running i don't want to say joke but you know we they would joke about it like Nobody really dug it <laughs> for various reasons, whether it was the pay or the treatment or the, just the, 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 I don't know, lack of direction or something as simple as them fucking up, you know, you know people waiting at an airport. I don't know. It just, it just You just heard the calamity 
and and just piles upon piles. And it wasn't even like we would bring it up. You know, they they would bring it up to us. Uh, so it's you know it's always been there. It's always been there. It's and it, and and you know we've talked about it to various people on our show for Christ's sake. And, you know the how you know people thought the relationship with with Ring of Honor was always this weird dynamic and how Ring of Honor couldn't find a way to make this work for both parties. I, I remember always the running, I almost say running joke again, but you know, the, the, a running theme was always with uh, Ring of Honor was Ring of Honor will never, you know, Ring of Honor hurt is hurting because they bring in these new Japan guys and they don't, do well with their own talent, and then people come to see the Ring of Honor people, or excuse me, the, the New Japan people, and they don't want to see the Ring of Honor people. It was always the the running theme of of these this early relationship. Look, I, I'm not shocked by those comments. I think we hear them a lot under you know uh, you know on off the record. I think we hear them a lot. I don't, Maybe this is one of the, the first times it's made really, really public. But of course, I mean, I don't think there's, I don't think it, it comes no shock to me, Joel, that that people are down on on it, and they they got a right to be, because their track history shows it. So, do you think that it's something that's going to change anytime soon? No, I don't. I mean, I just be. <laughs> Because there's n- nothing. What what indicator do you have that that is going to change? Because I, I mean, in terms of uh, New Japan possibly ending the relationship and starting something different, possibly yeah, with yeah. another company, yeah. I think you'd be waiting for some a, a company like hypothetically All Elite Wrestling to get themselves off the ground, see how their TV deals looking, see what their regular pool of talent looks like before. They start getting into bed with them because I don't think they need to get into bed with them. I really don't. I don't. And I might be on an island here. Joel, I don't think it's 100% necessary for them to have a relationship, like a a real, like this, this true synergy between All Elite and New Japan Pro Wrestling. I think New Japan Pro Wrestling should worry about making headways in the United States. I don't think they need to ride the coattails of the success of All Elite. I don't, right? Because here's the thing. To me, I'm looking at this situation, and who has all the cards? Who has all the chips? Who has all whatever fucking shitty gambling analogy you want to use? Right now, it's All Elite Wrestling, right? They they have New Japan by the balls, Right? Who's going who's gonna to make out well in that relationship now? Uh, you know, and again, not to say that one promotion is going to take advantage of the other promotion. But if we're all just kind of grasping for that same brass ring, that same uh, pot of gold at the end of the rainbow, at the end of the day, all elite wrestling is going to worry about fucking all elite wrestling. And New Japan Pro Wrestling should be concerned about New Japan Pro Wrestling. And yes, they can exchange talent. And yes, there could be some benefits. But in the long run, if we're both going for this, that same audience, which it feels like we would, all Japan, I mean all Japan, all elite is going to worry about all elite wrestling. New Japan needs to worry about New Japan pro wrestling. So 
yeah, maybe a good idea would be running shows in the, on the East Coast in the fall. Maybe that would be a good idea to kind of get a, a, and make them them their own branded shows, totally New Japan Pro Wrestling, right? And to get a firm grasp of the audience and the buildings and their own production teams and all of that so that they don't have to worry about being, I hate to say it, all elites bitch, <laughs> right? Because right now, if we're comparing apples to apples, they're all elites bitch. They can't, they can't sell out a building in 15 minutes. They can't. And have a queue that apparently has them waiting, you know, 100,000 people waiting for tickets. It's just not happening, right? Uh, could, could we glob on to some of that? Of course. I, I really think that New Japan would be best served to kind of do things their own way, make, be their own brand, and, and work it that way. Right, so all the people who are saying, oh, they need to cut ties with ROH, there's not really that much there. It's just production and talent exchange. So why would they just suddenly throw that away? They're already making their own, dipping their toes into the water stateside. So no reason to panic and pull the plug on anything, right? That's the way I see it. I mean, you know, again... It, then you get into the, the idea of, okay, so let's just say that there is this relationship. I'm, I'm sorry, but you're not going to get these dream matchups where, you know, Tanahashi's jobbing to Omega, right, on a show, an, on, on an all-elite show. Why would you do that? You're not going to get a, a, a show where, you know, Zach is tapping out to, you know, Chris Jericho. You know, you're just not going to get – you shouldn't have that. Um, so, again, that's where the, the problem lies. Are there benefits to it? Of course there are. Will there be talent exchanges with All Elite eventually? I truly believe it. I truly believe there will be a working relationship. But I think that has to be placed on hold right now so that New Japan can kind of get their wheels churning here in the States. Um, and right now they're, they're well behind All Elite. There's no doubt about that. The other quick thing I wanted to mention before we dig into the G1 is that Hikuleo is going to be working in Rev Pro Wrestling in the UK so best of luck to him I think uh, it's a, a solid choice I'll hopefully be seeing some of his wrestling in the UK yeah that's a good excursion for him right that's that's a that's a nice excursion for him he'll he'll learn he'll get to work with different people um, and then everyone can you know tell me how much of a stud he'll be in five years <laughs> right I love that one. It's my favorite one. How great he's going to be in five years. Okay, we'll see. Well, listen, he's got an opportunity to uh, learn a lot in RevPro, so good for him. Okay, let's get into the G1 Climax then. So the first thing that stood out to me, seeing the names revealed yesterday, Damon, that it was only 20 entrants because I'd speculated. I thought it was going to be more than that. I thought we were going to get expanded to 24, but it is only 20, and we got... Two opposing thoughts on this. So Tyler says, are you guys happy that they didn't expand the G1 field to 24? I think it feels more special and exclusive to keep it at 20. Uh, Michael says, should the field of the G1 be expanded in future? I feel as a, a fair few names you'd expect that didn't cut it. So we'll talk about the names that didn't make the cut, but just your initial reactions, Damon. Is 20 the magic number for you? Ooh. In hindsight, I like the 20. I, and, and you're right. I do like the feeling of, of it being special. 
and 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 these are the best of the best. I like the fact that I don't have to worry about tuning out a Yoshihashi match or tuning out, um, you know, just stuff that might not be as uh, as as interesting to me. Um, there are names that that big names that are left off, and you know, and one name in particular that I did not expect, and I think that's where it kind of fell apart with the idea of 24. Um, so no, I like, I like the fact that people aren't in it. I like the fact that there's disappointment. And I like the fact that truth be told, you, ha- you instantly have storylines and I'm sorry, I used the storylines words, storytelling, sorry. Um, you instantly have that in, you know, people who didn't make it right. You instantly, you instantly have an interesting story for them going on in, in the summer month. So no. Uh, again, 24 was kind of like our sweet spot, but I think, uh, I like the idea of 20 a little bit better. So the three names that were cut from last year that surprised a few people were Togi Makabe, Yoshihashi, and Minoru Suzuki out of the G1 Climax. What are your thoughts on that? Do you think that those three deserve to be cut? Um, deserve might be a bad word. Um, Yoshihashi... Look, I know that there are fans, and you know there, there are times where he can he can deliver, right? Let's not lie. There are times where he can deliver. The problem is, is that again, he's not only does he have the struggles of not really he's the, the general perception of him is just he's a job guy, you know, he's a, he's a glorified job guy. Um, and that is what it is. That could be fixed, but I like the idea of anybody getting a cut. Like, he didn't – in his calendar year, and if we're going kayfabe style here, in his calendar year, he didn't deserve to be in G1. I like that. I, I like that a lot. Suzuki, that's the one that – well, let's do Makabe first. Makabe, it's always this, you know, oh, he's he's he's, he's in the – you know, he's – mainstream and he's you know he's popular and he's you know okay i i, I get that i you know I, I understand i don't i'm sure there are people that will argue this fact but i'm kind of doubting the fact that he's that popular you know what i mean like he's not like you know real that popular that he has to be in g1 i like the fact that again if you look at his calendar year you know we're good oh do we have a win here okay we got some all right, I'm looking at uh, the never six man champions here. Uh, oh, okay, great. Um, Who won? Uh, I turned G-O-D. it off after the end. Um, so, did you God? Um, oh, they won the belts. Yeah, yeah, it looks like it. So that means El Fantasma is a double champion. Uh, that could be mean that he's a double champion. Yeah, look at Mavs with the uh, with the red jacket. Jeez. Yep, there you go. Walking off with belts. There you go. Yep, the, uh, a beaten and defeated Mikey Nichols and uh, Juice Robinson and uh, is that Hiroshi Tanahashi? Yeah, no, there wasn't a, a, a tag champ. I don't know what. You know, I don't even know what the fuck I'm looking at, Joel. To be honest. Oh, this this is an eight man. Yes, so eight this man. is not the never title match. I no, think that's no, no. Yeah. that will be Taguchi Yano Makabe versus El Fantasmo, Chase Owens and Yujiro. If you'll forgive me for not watching that one, Damon. Yeah, yeah. Uh, anyway, you, you you were saying you're Bigger talking fish about Togi Makabe. Yeah, yeah. Big star. Blah 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 blah. Okay, but he's out again. But his calendar year. 
you know, I like the fact that that they're excluding him. I like that. And here's the thing. I don't have to sit through a Togi Makabe match, right? Is that would anybody really be looking forward in 2019 G1 to a Togi Makabe match? I'm good. I think for fine. Uh, and then the biggest one. Hey, yeah, here's your match coming up here to Gooch, uh, Togi Makabe, and Yano against uh, El Fantasmo, Chase, and Yudro. Uh, okay. Uh, let's get back on track. Suzuki. That's the one, that's the name that I think shocked everyone, right? Myself included. 50 years old, Joel. 50, over 50. Um, and, I, and here's the thing. He's a, he, if, you know, when I get to 50 in like 20 years, <laughs> uh, I hope to, to be that physically fit, right? What, what a 50-year-old guy he is. That being said, that's a fucking grind. And I don't even think necessarily that it might have been, you know, it wasn't like the company was like, oh, no, you're not going to be in it. You know, maybe he said, you know what? Yeah, maybe you just didn't want to do it anymore. Yeah, I'm good. I don't need to get my ass kicked every fucking night, uh, you know, for this. I'm good. I did this already. And it wasn't great last year. There were a few good matches. Nothing terrible, but I didn't see anything that's making me... And I wring my hands and wail, oh God, why is Suzuki not in it? And a lot of people are really upset about that. But based on the match output, I think we'll be okay this year. I do too. I think you'll get, here's what you're going to not get. You're not going to get that one or two dream matchup thing, you know, of, oh, you know, that hard hitting and, and, and where he can deliver. But he's not delivering seven great matches. He's not delivering five great matches. You're probably going to get, Let's be truthful here. One or two great matches in G1 out of Suzuki, right? I think that's fair, and that's, that's you know, I would be thrilled with that. Is, is he going to be happy with that? I, I, I don't know. I'm not saying he can't go. Don't, get, don't, get, don't take this the wrong way. I'm saying I don't think he really felt like going, <laughs> right? And I think the, you get diminishing returns as, as a tournament progresses, right? So... I'm actually okay with him not being in it. Now, let me throw a question to you. We're talking a lot in past weeks about Liger Suzuki. Is this an is this an opportunity now to kind of put that to bed G1 finals or before? Could be that and it could be it could even be Dallas, I guess. Because I was going to say, I like the way that they've turned Suzuki's G1 snob into a storyline. I think that's really smart. And again, it's opening up that Liger match. Like you say, it could be G1 final, could be Dallas as landing spots. So, gone to my head, I think the finals would be a good spot for it. But, you know, I did say last time that... Hello, Nana. Um, right. so I'm just I'm distracted. <laughs> me too, trust me. I'm glad to take over, Joel. <laughs> yeah, the G1 final... Is the G1 final. It is likely to sell out Budokan because it's a G1 final. You know you're going to get an epic match in that. So is it, quote-unquote, a waste to have Liger Suzuki on the G1 final when you could put it in another show where it might shift some tickets? That's always been the argument so far, right? That's always been the the, the issue. All I'm saying is, is that you, you freed him up, right? You... you, you He's going to do something, right? You're not look. He's not sitting at home, you know, with his feet up, with a beer in his hand, when the G1 finals is going on. He'll be doing something. 
Liger, again, you know, you have him. He's available. He's not doing anything. Um, he, he could do commentary, right? Why not? There's no, I don't think there's anything wrong with giving him that match because while it would be a great moment in the Dome, don't get me wrong, it would be great. Um, Is that a match that will move, I, I guess, overall? Is that a match that y- you are confident, Joel, if you put it on a medium-sized show or even the Dome? Again, not in a main event capacity, but in a in a you know in an undercard main event. Is that something that's going to move tickets? It depends if there's anything at stake because I know the initial rumblings, based on the backstage comments, Liger was saying to Suzuki to put his career on the line as well. So, not that it would be career versus career because Liger has already stated he will retire after Wrestle Kingdom, but to have it where Suzuki put his career on the line, but you know Liger's going to retire anyway. So if right. it ends up being this sort of de facto pseudo-career versus career thing, I think that will be really exciting for Wrestle Kingdom. I do too. Because you've you, you got, you got two outcomes there. Sorry to interrupt, but you, you either have Liger... You have Suzuki wins and Liger retires, or you have Liger wins and then both of them retire. So I think there's some excitement there. Yeah. Like, that's, to me, that's one of the better scenarios, right, having that match. But truth be told, it's the retirement itself that's the draw to me, right? It's it's his last match. And it, that could be against a wet mop, but, you know, it's the retirement that's that's doing it. I don't necessarily know if the opponent is going to be the main thing. But with that being said, I, I think that, you know, of all the possibilities that, that kind of go off in your head, that's probably the one where I'm I'm the most excited for, right? To see that. That that I think that that that, that there's a a interest in that from the new Japan Pro Wrestling fandom over and above just about anything else. Like you're not gonna wheel out, you know, I don't know, Otani. No disrespect to Otani, but you know, you know, you know what I mean. You're not going to wheel out, uh, you know what? Uh, one, two, three, kid. <laughs> you know what I mean? I just try to think like juniors in the in the '90s that unfortunately are still alive. Not unfortunately still alive, but you know, you know what I'm trying to say. It, we've we've lost a lot of them. Um, like who, who like Dean Malenko? You you know what I mean? Uh, you bring it back, El Samurai. From smoking his fifteen packs of cigarettes a day, right? Like, who are you bringing back? Uh, nobody, nobody really that would get me as juiced up as as Suzuki would, right? So, yeah. On the one hand, it's it's the retirement that's the draw. But if you're going to do the retirement match, that's that's a fun one. Um, I think it's a good. I think it's good for G1 Finals. To be honest, I think guys are available. Guys are open. They need to do something. You could stretch it out to the dome, but I, I wouldn't have a problem with G1 finals. Sure, do it there. Let's talk about Yoshihashi. Elliot says, if Yoshihashi hadn't bashed his face into the side of the ring during a run-in, uh, would he not have been shuffled out of the G1? That's the only thing we when... remember for the year. <laughs> what else did he do? <laughs> right? Do you think that might have been decisive? Uh, do you wonder? I mean, look, I think it was just a, a blunder. 
Um, it's something that they make fun of. It seems like a lot of the guys. You, you can imagine them sitting backstage. This whoever it is, booking committee, whatever. Say, okay, here we go. Yoshihashi finally pulling the trigger on him, and he runs out and he falls flat on his face. And they're just thinking, okay, that's it. We're done with this guy. That was the last straw. Do you think? Yeah. <laughs> uh look, I, I I just think right now he, the, in in the in. The, the, the even Japanese fans, you know, I think across the board. No, oh, well, actually, it's interesting you say that. Do you remember watching that Memories of G One Climax Twenty Eight documentary where there was that woman who was yeah. like the ultra Yoshihashi fan, and they say, "Who's your favorite wrestler?" She said Yoshihashi, and then started crying. Yeah, okay. <laughs> I feel really bad for her. Me too. But uh, but we also have uh, a person in, in in our Discord who apparently is the greatest Jado fan. You know, so uh, you know, there's there's different strokes for different folks. Um, Look, yes, I'm sure he has fans. Everybody has fans. We have fans. And I, and I question that. Uh, look, he's, it's just... I, I'll tell you one name that it doesn't surprise me, but I do feel bad for. Because you know it hurt. Hanare. I was going to ask you that. Like, other people who didn't make the car. I'm thinking about you guys like Hanare, Chase Owens... Maybe David Finley could have been in the picture before he got hurt. Was there anyone that you were surprised didn't make the cut? Or anyone you disappointed that didn't make the cut? Because to me, Hinari, he was nowhere near it. I don't think he was ever in the conversation for being in the G1. No, but, but, every, but you know, that's the goal for him, I'm sure, right? I'm sure he, he is, was chomping at the bit. And, and, I, and, you know, you sit there and you think, okay, there's, you know... If you're Hanare and you're looking at your calendar year and you're like, oh, I'm really on the bubble here, uh, you know, and I haven't done anything that would be super memorable to 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 get me in. Um, Chase is another guy. Again, is is G one better with Chase or without Chase? You know, look look at the names that are in there. Who would you take out to put Chase in? Right, I get that's really the question. Who would you take out to put Hanare in? I mean, you could look at Yano, but Yano's there for a purpose. You know what I mean? Yano's there for a purpose. That's That might be the, the, the one name that I'd be like, all right, you can flop them out with Chase. Uh, okay. But who else would you pop out at this point? There's, there's not... I, the... I wouldn't. I wouldn't take anyone out. And right. I was going to bring this up later, but to me, these blocks are almost perfect. And I know there's a lot of people complaining about Yano, complaining about Farley. I see the value in both of those guys, and I wouldn't take them out for anyone else. Aside from, look, Farley is not, you know, <laughs> he's not Kota Ibushi, okay? He, you know, we get that. But what Farley is, is a monster. And whether he works well in that style or not, he's a monster, and if you get a win over Fale, trust me, it means something, right? It, it also, uh, you know, the, the cliche, you're only as good as your last match. His last match, or the last singles match I can remember against Juice Robinson, it was good. good. Yes, yeah. I mean, he sweats like a motherfucker. He probably loses about eight gallons of water in, in, the, in the match, but he could, you know, he could keep up, okay? And again, for a big dude like that, that's, that's, it's, it's still important. It still means something. So don't discount Fale. Yano, look, there, there are people that just can't stomach Yano and, and the bullshit that he brings. There are people that love it. Right? 
and I'm somewhere in the middle. Do I want to see Yano? Look, you mean to tell me you're not looking forward to Yano John Moxley? Yano Taichi. Right. Yano versus Jay White. It's going to be tremendous fun. Right. It's just a, a palate cleanser, right? And I hate to say this, and I know people don't want to fucking hear this. I'm going to say Yano it anyway. Shingo? Right. You need a break. You can't go balls to the wall this entire tournament. It's impossible. They need that proverbial, air quote, night off. They need a night where they're just doing fucking comedy. Right? That, you know, it's hit me with the fucking turnbuckle. Right? It's, it's a, that's okay. And if anybody can work that style of match and make it compelling and interesting and quick and, you know, look, one of the greatest moments in G1, and I don't care what the fuck anybody says, one of the greatest moments is that whole Tanahashi deal and the, and, and the idea of a quick pin coming out of nowhere, a hair pull, a roll-up. Those things are some of the best moments in G1, right? Especially in the middle of a fucking tournament where you're starting to feel a little burnt out. You're watching pro wrestling every goddamn night. Your wife wants you to go food shopping, but you can't because you got to sit and watch night eight, right? You know, sometimes... Toriano might be the most refreshing thing in the fucking thing. It's a palate cleanser. I'm pro, I'm pro Toriano right now. And often one of the more memorable bits. Because I can remember Toriano comedy spots. But you know, if I someone asked me, hey, tell me something that happened in Ibushi versus Sanada last year. I remember, okay, yeah, really good match. I can't remember anything about it. Right. 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 You want to talk about memorable? It is. Sorry. It's those kind of things. And that's he brings. He brings, and which which to me is maybe one of the most interesting elements, is he brings over anyone else an element of surprise. Because you can kind of feel when a match is going to go that route in the beginning and the crowd's a little bit hyped and he's running around like a lunatic you know, rolling people up and taking things out, and you don't know what will happen. And if a guy like Tanahashi will take a fall, if a guy like who, you know, here's what you don't want to say. Let me take that back. Here's what I don't want to necessarily say. You know what? I, I'm not even going to say it because that's, like, I was going to go back to the, that Kenny Omega match with him. Right, where they're tying up each other's ankle. You know what I mean? I quite like that. Okay, all right. Full of the baby powder. I thought that was funny. Right. There are, like, I was going to say, you don't want that. And and I mostly don't. Once, once, okay. All right. But I think to me, that kind of went over the line a little bit. Um, I liked I like the 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 flash pin element of of Yana, where this thing could end in a minute and thirty seconds. So, nope. I'm good with him being in it. And again, name me another person that you're on the bubble with. I don't, I don't have that. I don't have that person that I'm on the bubble with in, in this G1. No, I, I agree. I mean, a few people have asked. Andrew says, who would you guys rather have, Fale or Makabe? And if you could Fale. swap anyone out, minus Fale to get Suzuki, and who would you pick? Fale or Makabe? I'd rather Fale. Me too. Point, actually. Me too. I mean, aside, I mean, you got two monsters, right? And they're, and they're in separate blocks, right? Um, Fale and, and Lance, right? 
No, no, they're in the same block. Oh. And that was interesting. They put the two monsters in the same block. And a lot of people were speculating, oh, if Taichi goes in, he can be the sort of Yano-esque night off. He's in the same block as Yano. So they obviously, he's not there to just simply be the comic relief and to have the bullshit uh, day off kind of match. I'm but sure yeah, back to the original point. I, I would have Farley over Makabe. Oh, uh, yeah, I would have Farley for Makabe. Look, I'm looking at, the, I'm looking at this tag. Uh, you know, I'm, I'm kind of talking and looking and talking and looking and talking and looking. And look out. In this match, Makabe now making the hot tag, and the crowd is, like, there's no one clapping right now. I just want to make make mention. Uh, yeah, I'm good. But it, but here's what you got. How about, uh, is this a, I don't want to say a passing of the torch. Is this a, is this a chapter in New Japan with, with the people that are, aren't in it? Because Kojima's not in it. And... Makabe's not in it, and Nagata's not in it, and, and is this a final, you know, I don't want to say nail in the coffin, but is this a final kind of straw that broke the camel's back in, okay, we're, we're turning the corner on a lot of these older guys? Seems like it, doesn't it? Because in previous years, they've done the, oh, this is Tenzan's last G1, mm-hmm. oh, this is Nagata's last G1, but it seems... I, I will be very surprised if we ever see, let's say, a Kojima or uh, Honma or even Makabe Suzuki. That this could be it. They could be done with G ones and no fanfare. No, oh, this is your last run. Everyone, you know, kiss him goodbye at the end. That's it. You're out. Right. I mean, that's. I like that. There is something to be said about honoring these guys, though. There is something to be said about that. I. I I think it was more circumstances. I think they would have done it with some of those guys. I could see it easily have happened with uh, Kojima and Honma, but because they got hurt, it seems that just the injuries came at such a time where, it, let's say last year, well, that was going to be their goodbye G1, but they couldn't make it. So that's it. No more G1. So you can't sort of rewind and say, oh, the one before that, that was their last G1. <laughs> right. Everyone get emotional about it. <laughs> Big tears. Um what what are your feelings about the juniors being in? I think it's great. I think this is something we've been crying out for ages to have yeah. a, more of a open weight feel for it without having these clear lines in the sand between the juniors and the heavyweights. And I really like what they've done with Osprey and Shingo flying the flag for, again, they're still saying, I'm still a junior, but I want to face some heavyweights. And maybe the thing that had been stopping them from doing that in the past is they didn't have any stars that could be credible in the heavyweight division. But now that credible. they've done a great job building Osprey and Shingo as juniors who are credible threats to the heavyweights. That, that's the key term. Like That's the key term. They didn't do a good job of building up those juniors to be credible in G1, right? Because you had the talent, right? Let's make no mistake about it. You just didn't have the credibility in the people's eyes that they could compete. Excellent point. Um, could Kushida very well be in it and compete? And, yeah, but you know he's going like two and you know whatever the number is, two, you know twelve or two and ten or whatever, um, right? And that's not a good look. That's not a good look. Now again, you we can assume, and I think we you can assume assume looking at these blocks though, these are going to be tight, right? Well, Osprey's going to get some more wins over some some. Decent heavyweights. Shingo is going to get some big wins over 
legitimate heavyweights. Like, I like this a lot. And here's the thing. It's not just any willy-nilly juniors that are doing this. These are the top-rung juniors that are doing this. And even though Shingo got that big win, you know, uh, just a few nights ago against Kojima, he's, again, there's, correct me if I'm wrong, there's still playing that trumpet, that junior trumpet, every time he comes to the ring. So I like it. I like the fact that they're doing that. I like the fact that, that they're, and they seem competitive, and I like the fact that they're not going to be two wins, right? But I got to be honest, it's going to be, like, who, looking at those blocks, Joel, who, who are the dogs? Who are the people that are going to be losing more than winning? Yeah, that's a really difficult question. Um, I was just going to say, just based on the placement of the the juniors in the block finals, your semi-main event for the A block final is Tanahashi Osprey, which to me suggests I don't Osprey could well still be in the mix when it Has comes to, to that last day, or or possibly playing spoiler to Tanahashi, which means he's not just in there as an afterthought. Right. And uh, Shingo, we've got Shingo Goto on the final night, and that, uh, according to this, is the second match. The co-main will be Moxley against Juice. So again, if that is to, if that's set in stone, maybe Shingo's out of the running by then. But uh, okay, back to your original question then, who is going to have a losing record here? Well, you'd expect Fale, Archer... Cobb. I don't uh, um, from a block. I wouldn't. I wouldn't really want anyone else with a losing record. Really, Cobb. He, yeah, he wouldn't be hurt by it. Taichi. I think he could get away with having a losing record. Goto probably. I mean, how many points did he get last year? Six. Yano. He could have a losing record. Juice did have a losing record last year, but I wouldn't want him to have a losing record this year. So it, it's really difficult, isn't it? I think this might be a year where. There are very few points separating the top from the bottom. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. I agree. Again, a guy like Cobb, yeah, he could take more losses than wins. Lance, he could take more losses than wins. Um, I mean, the big question, what do you do with these new guys who you want to give some shine to? Guys like Moxley and Kenta, how do you book these hot new stars in your promotion who are probably not going to win the G1, but you still want to make them look good? Yeah, yeah, they got to be they got to be in the mix. Uh, can you do me a favor? Do you, you you do have the lineup in front of you, right? The last yeah, two I, nights. Yep. What are some of? The, let's go over those matches because that's I mean that's going to tell a pretty big story of where where people are sitting come come final nights. Okay, so again, if this is the correct order for a block, we got Kenta versus ZSJ, which suggests that's that, a big night, but. That, that it were to me, it suggests they're out of the running by then. If that is the first match, Evil against Archer, Sanada Fale, Tana Osprey, Okada Ibushi. Okay, so Okada Ibushi obviously is those are names that will be high in, in points, right? Yeah, I could see some sort of scenario where maybe Okada and Ibushi could even have a draw, which allows Tanahashi to squeak through like Goto did a few years ago. I don't know what you think about that. Mm, possibly, it seems like it seems like we've we've been down that road before. You know, there's going to be a draw somewhere in there. Um, maybe not that night. Okay, right. I like I like that. You said Kenta versus Zach. Yep. You don't think that's going to have any any factor? 
Mm, I don't know, because Zach, he finished level on points at the top in his block last year. Mm-hmm. So it would be unusual for him to go into that with nothing to fight for. Right. And again, with Suzuki not being a part of this, you want to maybe put a bit more shine on Zach, because if Suzuki's been phased out, you need someone to take over that faction. So He, do- he always does well in tournaments. You know uh-huh. the company is very high on him. We know that for a fact. Um, <laughs> you know, I would I would think that had, would have some bearing on on things moving forward. I think this is I think that's a I think it's a, a match people need to keep an eye on. Kenta Zach on the on you know last night of the block. That's a that's a that's a point mover right there. That that's going to be. That's going to dictate a lot of positions, I think. And then it's Moxley Juice, right? Yeah, so we've got Ishii Taichi, which of course is a rematch for their never open weight match that they just had at Dominion. Goto against Takagi, Yano versus Cobb, Moxley versus Juice, which again, another rematch, the US title, and Jay White against Naito. Jay White Naito will be a, will, will be vital, very important. You know who I'm? I'm a little fearful of of a, of a guy who might not be uh, might not be in the mix. Ishi. He never is. No. He's one of these guy people. When it comes to the pickums, they always give him more points than he's going to end up getting. Yeah, yeah. I think he. I I actually think he winds up with a below five hundred. I do. I do. I think he winds up below five hundred. He can take losses, you know what I mean? Like he could he's a guy that could take he could take yeah, He's losses. Teflon. He he yeah. is not going to hurt him, is it? Yeah. It, it, it I mean he is what he is, but Yeah. All right. Look at Suzuki. Suzuki's not doesn't look too happy not being in G1, Joel. Knocking out young lions, walk pacing, pacing about ringside. Uh, a lot of there's going to be a lot of broken bones. Ah, look. What are you going to do? Sorry. I I'm sure. Look. I'm sure it was I, I don't I can't I don't really don't feel like fucking doing this this summer. <laughs> I'm sure it was one of those. All right, what else we got, Joe? All right, so just looking at these blocks, Damon. I, like I said, I think they look almost perfect. I think these are the best looking blocks, certainly. I mean, in my short New Japan fandom, what do you think? How do you think on paper this stacks up with G ones of the past? On paper, it's 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 it it has me really excited, in the sense of there are a lot of new names, right? There are names that a year ago. I don't think people would have ever – I mean, you could speculate in fantasy book, but I don't think anybody really un, you know, would, would look at where we are now with the names that we have. I think the talent in this one on paper is fucking amazing. Fucking amazing. Nah, this, this – on paper, this is a real sexy one. This is a real sexy one. And again, sexy just – in general, looking at the names, but it feels there is a real true sense of, man, we're getting some fresh matches almost every night. We're getting a really good, solid, fresh, sexy matchup across the board, whether it's with Shingo, whether it's with Moxley, whether it's with Osprey, you, you're getting even with Cobb to, to, a, to a degree, um, you're getting new and, and Kenta. I mean, come on. The the I mean, you got four or five names that you're just like, okay, what can these guys do with these guys? Uh, I'll tell you what. There's a I'm I Shingo Naito. 
You mean to fucking tell me that's not going to be great? That the house is not going to tear down with that one? Fucking great. Ah, oh, man. Uh, uh, look, and, and, and then, okay, now taking new and fresh out of the mix, you still got Okada. You still got Naito. You still got Ishii. You still got Ibushi. You still got Tanahashi. You still got Zach. Right? I mean, it's it is laughable how good this is, isn't it? It is laughable. You, you, I'm looking right now at Ishii and I'm like, holy fuck. I mean, come on. And, and, and you got the guys that you're like, all right. Maybe, maybe, maybe they have disappointed you in the past, but you know they can put on a fucking smoker. Goto. I'm looking right at you. Tai Chi. Right? And you think with all that new blood there, someone like Goto will surely be looking, right, this is what I can use to kickstart things. I I need to establish myself here and show these new guys that I'm not just going to roll over and let them take my spot in the company. Right. Right, he, you know he. This is this is this. Goto is going to have a chip on his shoulder. He has to, because if he if he's not, then he shouldn't be in pro wrestling. How about that fucking take? If he doesn't go into this G one with a chip on his shoulder, then he should not be in pro wrestling, because this here kids is a defining moment for Hiroki Goto. It is a defining moment in his career. Dare I say it is a make. Or break. Because I really feel like this tournament, you're either going to be, okay, we still have faith and we still have uh, something to do with Goto, or you become fucking Yoshihashi. It's your pick right now. Your choice. If I'm Harold, I'm taking that guy in the office. He's getting a little talking to. (laughs) Goto? (laughs) Harold gets killed. Uh, You know what I mean? I'm looking at Lance Archer right now. Here's another guy. You don't think Lance Archer's going into this with, with a fucking chip on his shoulder? I'll tell you what. All the names that we've talked about. You don't think Lance Archer is going into this G1 with a renewed focus, with a renewed sense of purpose, with a re- renewed vision, with a little anger, with a little, all right, motherfuckers, good. You put me in, now I'm going to show you what I got. You don't think he's doing that? And a bit got- of fear as well, looking at Yoshihashi, Makabe, Suzuki, you know, that if you don't deliver, you're out. Yeah. Guess what? This is your singles run, Lance. This is it. Right? He knows it. He knows it. You know, you're not going to be KES anymore. That ship has sailed. This, this is your singles run. And this is where you're going to have to prove that you're worthy of a spot. What a great opportunity. I love it. Joel, I am more excited about this G1 than whew, just about anything. This is just the stories, the, the personal inter, and the interpersonal stories that each of these guys have. And we named names that this tournament is going to make or break their wrestling career. And if you don't believe that, I got news for you. Believe it. You don't think the company's looking at, oh my God, we they got people that are breathing down their fucking necks. You don't think Sho and Yo are breathing down their necks? You don't think 
the, the, the people that are out on excursion right now aren't breathing down their necks? You don't think the young lions that are behind them breathing down their necks? They got something Disgruntled to prove. WWE wrestlers right. thinking, I'll, I'll have a bit of that. That looks yeah. good. Yeah. Looking at what a massive star John Moxley looks like now. Yeah. You don't think this landscape is changing at all? And there are guys that are scared for their fucking jobs, right? Yeah. And they have an opportunity to prove their worth. To a fan, I can't think of anything more exciting. We talk about competition all the time and how great competition is. Guess what? We got it. Not only in a kayfabe wrestling tournament do we have competition, we got real-life competition where people are going to go out of their way to impress because guess what? The landscape has changed. If AEW hasn't done anything, if they haven't done anything, they've put little electrodes on a heart and we got a jump start in, in pro wrestling where people are waking the fuck up. I love it. This is great. I'm more excited for this than I have been in years. And speaking of pick, good fucking luck with the pickums there. Mm. 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 And let's talk a bit about the uh, announcement. So when the names actually came up, when they did that little thing in Kazuna Road, Louis says, uh, with each announcement for the A Block and B Block, who do you think received the biggest pop? I think it was our Lord and Saviour, Taichi. I think it was Taichi as well. And I know there were some interesting reactions, like when it came up that Sonata was going to be in the same block as Evil. There was a bit of a shriek there when they realised the implications of that. But to me, when... That you saw that phoenix rising from the flames and Taichi's music playing. There was definite, uh, I think, clear biggest pop of the night for Taichi being in the G1. Because here's the thing. They're smart pro wrestling fans. And they know he deserved to be in it. And again, I hate saying deserve, cause, but he deserved to be in it. And there was always that thing in the background of, oh, are they going to dick this guy over? Right? Are they going to fuck him? I was over? worried. I yes. was really worried. Yeah. After he lost that belt, uh, the, the Never Openweight title against Ishii, I was like, well, fuck, that's it. He's he's not going to get in the G1 now. I mean, look, can we pull back the curtain a little bit? You know, in, in some of the people that we talked to, you specifically asked, like, is this, is this, you don't tell me this is happening. You know, uh, I think we were rest assured. But, 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 you know, it's like, you know, we, we, look, specifically you, and even me too, because I think you deserve to be in it. But the fans in that building, when they saw his, you know, name pop up and his video pop up, they were. It was a sense of relief and a sense of awe. Right? Yeah, Good. I cheered. I yeah. cheered. I was in the car. Mally was driving us, and I was like, "Yeah!" And she was like, "What? What's so? Ha- what are you so happy about?" I was like, "Taichi's in the G1." <laughs> and she just stared at me. <laughs> Isn't real? Isn't it great when you mix match these things? I told you, and I'll, I don't. I don't care. It's no, not a big deal to me. Uh, so I, I had to go to therapy, and I brought up the wrestling stuff. Oh God! Imagine me trying to explain Anokiism. <laughs> like she's looking at me, like, "What the what are you talking about?" Oh, that was that was a moment. That was a moment I'll never forget. <laughs> 
I'm being nice to everyone now, Damon. I'm, I appreciate it. Like, like I said last week, we're nice guys. Hey, here's an interesting stat from Sean Seidel. 30% of people in this G1 are participating in their very first G1 climax. So that's Osprey, Kenta, Cobb, Shingo, Taichi, Moxley. 35% weren't in last year, so that's accounting for Lance Archer. So I think each and every one of these new guys, Osprey, Kenta, Cobb, Shingo, Taichi, Moxley, they, again, using that word, deserve, I think they deserve, they have merited their place in the G1. We have a little brawl going on here, Joel. I don't want to uh, uh, take away from the show, but Suzuki and Okada have gone to the backstage here. Right, think, back to the showers. I, yeah, I think they're going to go get some uh, chicken fingers, I think, is where they're going. <laughs> Come back to the stand. Eric, Eric will be right behind them getting a chicken finger and a beer. Um, I think that's where they went. Zach and uh, Yo, is it? Uh, brawling out in the crowd. Yoshihashi. There you go. Yeah, Yoshihashi's back there, too. Oh, yeah, there he is. There you go. There's, there's, the, there's the, the famous aisle. We've been down that aisle many times. That's right where we were before. Right there. We, that's where we were. Oh, uh, jeez uh, Louise. Look at this. I hate brawling in the crowd. Man, I hate it. Running for your fucking life. Mm. All right. Maybe we should be doing uh, play-by-play. I haven't heard Matt. <laughs> <laughs> maybe maybe we can get a shot doing that, y'all. Maybe one day, right? <laughs> Christ. I don't see it happening, Damon. What's that? We're, we're, we're podcasting masters. Let's stick to what we're good at. Let's stick. Yeah, exactly. Let's stick to what we're good at. And anyway, we're going back to the G1, Damon. I know a lot of people, maybe myself included, complained, not complained, but did comment it looked a little bit stale last year. We were seeing a lot of the same names coming up. But again, this is an amazing overhaul. And I know New Japan fans say stuff like this a lot. I I think this has got the potential to be an all-time great G1. Um, And I did a little poll asking if people thought this was an upgrade from last year. So 77% thought it was an upgrade, 21% thought it was the same, 2% thought it was a downgrade. If we match up, I've tried to match up sort of like for like people that were out last year and people that are in this year. So you tell me if you think it's an upgrade or a downgrade or the same. Kenny Omega out, Will Ospreay in. And I picked them because I thought they're kind of similar style wrestlers, very sort of flashy, epic, big match style wrestlers. Yeah. That's a tough one. I mean, look, you can't downplay Kenny Omega and what he means to popularity and eyeballs and numbers, which, you know, look, I think is bigger than Will Ospreay's, right? If we're being honest, Kenny Omega is a bigger draw than Will Ospreay. Um, That being said, um, I think... What about the melty points, Damon? The what? Melty the mel- points, the snowflakes. Oh, is that what they're calling it now? Melty points? <laughs> I saw someone say that on Twitter. I thought it was funny, so I'm using uh, melty points. Okay, cool. Um, I think they both deliver in, in ring, right? I really do. I think they both deliver in ring. Uh, and I think they're, they're comparable. You can lay one, one on top of the other, and I, and I feel confident in, in, the, in, that, in saying that. Okay, um, what about... Yeah, you, you got more? No, I mean, who would I upgrade or downgrade? Not with this year. I'm sorry. I I I I don't think you're losing anything. It's hard for me to say upgrade, but I I I I literally think that you have a piece of paper that you can lay right on top of each other and and not miss a beat. So okay, I, I know I know I'm I'm fucking weaseling out of this, but I'm saying it's a push. Okay, well, let me lay down the, the names next to each other. You tell me who you would rather have, Hangman Page or John Moxley? John Moxley. Michael Elgin or Jeff Cobb? Or is that a wash? Are they even? Because even keel. 
I mean, I, I prefer in-ring Elgin. I do. Um, but I think overall in the role that they'll play, I think it's it's even. It's a push. All right. Tamatonga or Taichi? Taichi. Makabe or Shingo? Oh, Shingo. Yoshihashi or Kenta? Stop. <laughs> the reason I'm actually is like Elgin and Cobb, obviously you can see the similarities. Tamatonga, Taichi, the kind of sort of heel shenanigans thing. Makabe, Shingo, like the two hosses. Hmm. Yoshihashi, Ken- I mean, you, they were the leftover guys. I couldn't really match them up with anyone else. Uh, Suzuki or Archer? Or maybe I should have matched Suzuki and Kenta and Yoshihashi and Archer. Well, reg- I'll... Look. Even though I just went on a little rant about Suzuki, I think star power, Suzuki. Yeah, right? I, I agree with that. You know I, I mean? just think, overall, it's amazing that this is a company that lost Kenny Omega, who massive star like arguably one of the biggest stars in the company cleaned up our end of year awards last year but it still looks like one of the strongest lineups of all time the way that right. they've recovered uh, uh, made up for that is just tremendous and it is again, tremendous. speaks to the strengths of this company yeah but i mean listen we go back a couple of years ago when aj left and 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 shinsuke left and you know and everybody's like you know oh my god this good this g1's gonna look incredibly different you know it, it didn't feel like they missed that too much of a beat there, right? Um, they look, they know how to. They always have guys kept on the back burner, they, and they always find a way to make stars, right? They they find a way to make it work. Um, some of them hit the mark a little bit harder than others, but this company hasn't missed a beat. And and yeah, that G, this G one kind of speaks volumes to that. And look. It's it's it is a lot of this is right place right time the 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 the, the pro wrestling world kind of teetering a little bit and not knowing you know a lot of change and and that's good it's an exciting time isn't it it's a, it's a real fucking exciting time and I don't think I've been excited uh, at the possibilities in, in quite a while it's fresh I love it Daniel says which wrestlers tournament are your pants furthest down for. Moxley seems like a wild ride. So if you had to pick one guy, Damon, that you're most excited about, who would it be? Well, of the new guys, I mean, one guy. I mean, I'm, I'm super pumped to see what Kenta does. I mean, you know I mean? There's a lot of question marks there, right? There's a lot of... By Can the he way, hold up physically as well? Yeah, right. That's, I mean, right. I mean, he's coming off of WWE land and, you know, and, you know injuries and shoulders and all that stuff and you know he's he hasn't done this in five years he's done nothing like this in five years now it's kenta and we know what he was able to produce is he going to be able to produce this time and the expectations are high i'm watching this uh multi-man tag match joel this is not bad you know i'm kind of like going in suzuki is teeing off on okada right now um it's then it then it's like okay, Will, we know Will and what he was able to do in Best of the Super Junior. Now he's got a whole new talent pool to play with. I, I'm very interested in that. Shingo as well, Ibushi. I can't pick one. I if, again, proverbial Super J cast gun to my head. Kenta is high on that list. Will high on that list. 
And I probably would say Moxley, too. But but you can't discount. It's not like I'm tuning out Abushi matches. It's not like I'm tuning out Naito matches. It's not like I'm tuning out Evil matches or, or Ishii matches. No, I'm not tuning any of them out. It's going to be fucking good. It's gonna, I'll tell you what. For, for the people that are new, and I do say this every year, oh, you motherfuckers are in for a ride because it's, this is a grind, and this is going to be a grind, but it's going to be a fun grind. You, you, you do not want to miss a night. That is for sure. You do not want to miss a night. KSJ49 says, which match in the G1 are you most excited about? I tried to do this, Dave, and I was trying to pick out you know top five matches I was looking forward to. I found it impossible. It's so hard. Yeah. I think one that sort of jumps off the pace to me, Okada versus Kenta, to me, that's a real dream match. Um, also, Shingo against Ishii. That is one that I'm really excited to see. Are there any for you, Damon, that ZSJ versus Osprey? I'm really looking forward to that. They had a yeah. match a few years ago. That was great. Naito. Naito versus Shingo. Yeah. Oh, it's so hard. Okay. Any matches? Is there one or two or any matches that just sort of jump to the front of the queue for you that that is the one that I'm most excited about? Shingo Naito. Uh, I'm, look, I, I, I cannot believe we haven't even mentioned that we're going to see live in the United States Okada Tanahashi. And if you don't think Tanahashi is going to be up for that, you're out of your skull. I don't, he'll take his ibuprofen. He'll take his uh, whatever, heat wraps and ankle wraps. Well, he'll, he'll come out looking like the fucking mummy. It won't matter. He'll, uh, uh, he will perform on an on a, on a opening night of G1. He'll, he'll fucking perform. Don't worry about that. Uh, Zach, mm, Zach Osprey, yeah, Abushi Osprey. Oh, I, Tom, I isn't it? I, just, so many. Kenta I can, Osprey. I can honestly make a list of like twenty matches that <laughs> right. I can't wait to see. It's we've got first time matches. We've got sexy rematches. It's just everything. There's not one show that looks bad here. Yeah, but yeah. I was like, here's something that's interesting. Uh, Voices Wrestling tweeted this out. They've kept Moxley away from Okada, Tanahashi, Ibushi. Do you think that's intentional? Do you think they're trying to preserve some big matches there? Yeah. Yeah, I think... I don't know if it's 100% intentional. But yeah, I mean, I think those names stand out. I mean, but where, where are you going to put them? You could say the same thing, Right. Put him in the other bracket, and it's like, oh, okay, you're keeping him away from you know the names on, on in that on that side. So yeah, they're big names on the other side that they're keeping away from. But you could say that from everybody, because you know, just take a take a name from the A block and throw it over, you know, to the to B, and you could say the same thing, like Kenta or whatever, you know, same thing. All right, so similar question then. Uh, well, it's a, a observation. Osprey has a lot of rematches in his block. Okada, Ibushi, ZSJ, Farley, Archer. Do you think they are doing that to save up a bunch of fresh heavyweight matches from people from the other block? Or do you think this is just happenstance that they had to put them in a block with big names? And the flip side of that is means there's other big names that they're not matched up against. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's what it is. Yeah. Sorry for the hot thing. I'm, I'm, Lance Archer looks fucking tremendous in this match, Joel. <laughs> you seeing this? Yeah, this is an elimination match, right? So yeah. he's just eliminated Okada, and now Rapongi 3K are trying to eliminate him, but he, he's hanging on for dear he's life. He's fighting him off. Like, like, he's fighting both of them off. Like a man playing with children. Yeah, yeah. That was a nice little, little spot he did. The, uh, he's going to win this fucking thing. Yeah. I, th- I, you know what? I might have to go back and rewatch this match. 
This has been this is everything. I every time I look up and I'm watching, uh, it looked really good. Yeah, he's he's doing the old uh, big man against two juniors. Uh, oh, double knee! Come on, let's do play by play. Would that be illegal? <laughs> Yo, to the top. Yeah, I think we might get sued. Choke slam by Lance Archer. Wow. Yeah, this match this match looks pretty great. Actually, I, we we're gonna have to go back and watch this. Uh, yeah. All right, very good. Uh, get, get us back on track. Sorry, Joel. I just again, I'm just looking at these names. And oh. I tweeted yesterday. Imagine seeing this lineup a year ago, like being a fan of New Japan in the summer of 2018, and knowing that a year later you're gonna have Shingo Takagi, Kenta, John Moxley joining the fray. It's it's unbelievable. Yeah, yeah. It, it, look. And again, it's just how quickly this year has been, uh, and how quickly this year has changed in pro wrestling. Um, and I got news for you: the next six months is even going to be wilder. You know, um, there's going to be lots of changes, and lots of the landscape is already moving. And I was talking to someone on our Discord. And we were talking a, a little bit about uh, speculating about main events at the Tokyo Dome. I really feel like, and I could be dead wrong, everybody's talking about main events for this dome, these two dome shows. I feel like New Japan, and I have nothing on the record, so let me be very clear on that. On the record, should I say. <laughs> uh, I really feel like they are working on something that we don't even know about yet for these dome shows that we are going to see something that we right now, as we sit here on the 17th of June, that we don't even know yet is going to be on one of these two shows. I really feel that in my heart. What are you thinking? Like a new signing? Yep. Some throw some names out. I mean, I don't even know who's, who's, contracts are available and and, and and look I don't even know if that's called tampering I don't know I mean listen I'm not a lawyer but I really feel like the, the company number one has done a really good job of protecting main events but I really feel like they have something up their sleeve for these two shows they got two let's put it this way Joel you got two fucking nights at the Tokyo Dome right that you got to fill or the goal is to fill. Can you do that right now? With the talent they've got available? Yes. When you say fill, I mean... I'm talking 40,000. No. 40,000 on both nights. Well, I mean, what shoot. number did they do last year? In the 40s. Okay. Can they do that with for both nights with the current roster that they've got? Correct. So you're looking at 80,000 tickets being moved. I think so. I think, again, just looking at this G1, these 20 wrestlers, and that's not even taking into account guys like Liger, Suzuki, all the juniors. I definitely think that they could put on two really big shows that would do 40,000 each. Yeah, I think they could. So Shingo is a, a needle mover. Yep. Osprey's a needle mover. Mm-hmm. Kenta's a needle mover. Yep, Moxley. An 80,000 ticket... Well, it doesn't need to be 80,000, does it? I mean, it's just got to... Yeah, you've got two nights at the Dome. 
Well, it's, it's just got to be good enough to make people want to buy a ticket for that night, doesn't it? It's, I mean, 40,000 and 40,000, so... 80,000? Yeah, but it's not It's not like 80,000 on one wrestler. It's not like for... new... Right, right, right. I understand. It's not like you just need 40,000 to buy two tickets. Oh, yeah. she's knocking out Lance. Um, okay, fair, fair. And and here's the... Here's the oh, oh, tai Chi! Um, here's the thing. Uh... You you can assume that if you're buying one, you're buying two. You know what I mean? Like, why would you not go to both? <laughs> that, you know, you're there, right? Um, did Tai Chi just win this fucking thing? Knocked out Ichi. Oh no, we still got more to go. Sorry. All right. Um, I'm distracted. This match is good. Um, okay. So we, so you're you're comfortable in what we got. We don't need anything new. I'm not saying we don't need anything new. I think something new would help. I mean, I don't know. What, what are we talking? Like trying to get Nakamura or, or what? Or I'm telling you. Bring, bring back Kenny Omega. All right. I'm going to – I'll, I'll – I'll, let's discuss those two. Is Nakamura – I know everybody loves to talk about, oh, he loves to surf. He loves his lifestyle. Could you do Nakamura – all right. I'm going to give you a dream scenario. I'm going to give you a, I'm going to give you Damon's fantasy booking. Okay? How about that? You want some fantasy booking? Everybody's chomping at the bit for some fantasy booking. Let me give you some fucking fantasy booking. All right? All right? All right. How about this? Shinsuke stays in Florida. Works AEW. Leaves WWE, goes AEW. And then works occasionally for New Japan Pro Wrestling. He stays in Florida. Works works AEW, a little bit even lighter schedule, right? Stays in Florida, boogie boards, surfs, does all that nonsense. Works occasional shows for New Japan Pro Wrestling. What do you think? What's the question? Would I be into that, or do I think it's likely? Likely, yeah, definitely. Okay, into it. Likely. Yeah, no, I, I thought that would be a, a good move for maybe the first night of these Tokyo Dome shows, if they could somehow book an Ibushi-Nakamura rematch, mm. that would be great. Okay. Maybe over the IC title. Right. Right? You into that? But that, again, gives us a bit of a problem because it's held by one Tetsuya Naito at the moment. But we'll come on to that. I want to discuss Naito in a while. But yeah, sticking with that, I think whether or not it's for a title, Ibushi-Nakamura would be a match that a lot of people would love to see again. Was it Wrestle Kingdom 9 when they had it last time? I forget that. But yeah, it was like the one before. Yeah, yeah. It was the AJ. Um, no, it was, was it AJ? Uh, no, it was uh, Okada uh, Tanahashi on top. Yeah. Um, okay. I mean, that's just one scenario I'm tossing out. One scenario where every everybody kind of you know checks all the the uh, wrestling fandom boxes of, okay, so, okay, this kind of matches up with that logically story. That would work, right? We could do that. And again, there's there, I have not heard anything, and correct me if I'm wrong, Joel, I heard nothing about Nakamura signing a new, new deal, right? I hear speculation about how much he loves surfing, but I've yet to hear anything about a new deal. If I'm wrong, great, I'm sure somebody will let us know. But you're okay with him coming back. You know, there's a lot of people that don't think he can perform at a high level, Joel. I know he had a bit of a reputation for being someone who 
like on a G1 would phone it in from time to time. I think that's just Nakamura's personality. But is he worth having a handful of big matches every year? Absolutely. Let me ask you another question. Is there anybody on that roster right now that you would want to cherry pick? What, WWE? Yeah. That 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 is that is lots of really talented guys. I mean, you can't take AJ. He resigned, right? Can't take AJ. But what about who? Cesaro? Okay, would you put him in a main event? What Wrestle Kingdom? Yeah. No. Okay, well, that's what I'm talking. So, is there anyone in WWE who is worthy of a Wrestle Kingdom main event? Correct. That you could plop. No, right I don't in. think so. No, no, I don't think so either. Could you build up a Cesaro? For a Wrestle Kingdom main event? No. Yeah. No. Okay. All right. I'm mean, just asking. Just asking. All right. Nakamura? I think if... I'm going to throw one name at you, just because they're a huge star. Not necessarily because they're the best wrestler in the company, but I think from star power alone, and they could put on a brilliant match in WrestleMania main event, uh, Wrestle Kingdom main event, Roman Reigns. Would never go. But can you imagine, just if, if he did, like Roman Reigns versus Okada, Wrestle Kingdom main event, that would be I, amazing. Do you think so? I don't yeah. Know what, what is your reservation? You think he, he's not up to scratch for in ring? I've yet to see it. <laughs> Let's put it that way. That, that's the thing. It's so hard to tell in WWE these days who's <laughs> right. actually a good wrestler and who isn't because everything is micromanaged and booked down to the, like every last second of the match. So yeah. it's impossible to tell. I don't I'm know who's gonna... good at wrestling unless you're watching you know, 205 Live or NXT, which is a different entity. But all these people who've been called up to the main roster, I don't know if they can wrestle anymore because I don't see them wrestling. Yeah. What I'm they're gonna... doing I'm... week in, week out is not wrestling. It's someone else's idea of what wrestling looks like all right i'm gonna pass on roman if you don't mind i'm I'm gonna pass there all right i don't want to do any more fantasy booking bullshit okay because because you get into that you're like because then everybody gets all fucking riled up and all shit so uh how about a japanese uh promotion is there anybody that you would cherry pick from there not permanently i like having guys like a kento miyahara right or Daisuke Sekimoto working for their own individual company and being a star of that company where they get to be the guy and get featured and hold the title and have long main events because I don't want New Japan to be like the, the, the Japanese WWE where they're just cherry picking all the talent off the indies. I think looking at this G1, New Japan have got more than enough talent to work with at the moment. You know, you look at guys like Suzuki can't get in the G1, guys like Goto doing nothing. So if you're saying, would I like New Japan to full-time sign any guys working for other promotions? No, I wouldn't. I'm, I'm definitely in the same boat. I had you on mute for a second. Uh, I, I'm, I'm definitely in the same boat. I, I don't want to see. I like I would the idea and and the dream matchups aside. I'd rather like if it's a one-off. It might be good, but then again, I don't. I don't want to hurt any other promote. You know, I just. Eh, I don't know. I don't know. 
Uh, yeah, I would, I would, I would not do that. All right, good. So we're both on the same page. Okay, we we, we went off in five different directions, and of course, <laughs> I'm good at that. Sorry about that. All right, where are we now? All right, Wes says realistically, I don't know if we answered this already. Realistically, how many points does Moxley end up with now that the blocks have been announced? I think Moxley ends up with a winning record, and the fact that it seems to be slotted into the co-main against Juice. Moxley, I could see 10, 10 points, I would say, for Moxley. Winning record. I would say winning Maybe record. Maybe Juice spoils him. Yeah. I would say winning record uh, in the mix. Maybe, you know, not quite top of the top of the, 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 the rung, but in the mix. Yeah. I think you have to. You're not going to give him a losing record. So those main events we got for the two Budokan shows, Okada versus Ibushi and then Naito versus White, do you think that's going to be for all the marbles? Are those going to be the two top boys in each block, yeah, points-wise, th- when it comes to that? Yeah, I, I agree. Yeah, yeah, I think I think those, those again, that's why we always kind of focus on the, that, that last night because they, they mean something. It's going to tell a tale. Unfortunately, New Japan kind of you know shows their cards a little bit when it comes to that kind of stuff, but you have to think that there is some relevance to that. So yeah, those are, those are your, those are your big, big boys in G1. Yep. All right. So what do you think the final will be? Well, you don't, you don't think there'll be any surprises. You think they'll, do you think the monkey wrench you and they, uh, they throw a J weight in there? I, I don't think so. I, again, my next question was going to be, who do you think the winner is? And I think Naito is going to win this G1, and I'll yeah, go into my reasons in a bit. But then Naito would have to be in the final. So I, I would have Naito winning the B block and winning the G1 overall. It's difficult to pick who his opponent would be in the final, because I, I, I don't think it will be Okada. You're not going to do Okada-Naito in the G1 final. You could... Either have Ibushi winning the block, and you get an Ibushi Naito rematch in the final. God knows what they're going to do to each other. Then maybe again, maybe we've seen that too many times. I think we've seen that too many times. Why would you not do Okada? You feel like you're just giving it away, and it, and well, there, yeah, that's 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 your Wrestle Kingdom main event. Okay, but you're not going to do rematch, right? The rematch not, is, is you know. Would, would, Not four months before you're using that match to try and sell out the Tokyo Dome, no. So, to go back to the question, then, I think it could be Tanahashi. I could see Tanahashi squeaking through and your G1 final being Tanahashi versus Naito because it's a match that was great. They, they had a series of three, I think, in 2017, uh, Wrestle Kingdom Dominion and G1 block final. So... Tanahashi versus Naito. We haven't seen it for a while. I think we haven't seen it since that uh, G1 block final. So I don't know how we get there. Again, maybe we go with Okada Ibushi going to a 30-minute draw and Tanahashi squeezes in. But yeah, that will be my prediction. I'm going to stick my neck out and say Tanahashi, Naito in the final and Naito wins. That's not bad. What about you? Uh, Naito wins. Um... I don't have a problem with Okada Naito in the final. What? Really? I Four months have... before you're going to do it as your main event for Wrestle Kingdom. And the rematch being, you know, you, you know, Naito proves that he could beat Okada. 
Naito wins G1, and that you you've instantly given super credibility to Naito that he can beat Okada, right? And then to put the cherry on top at the dome, Naito gets gets the title. I don't think they've ever done that before, have they? Where the G1 final is the same as the Wrestle Kingdom main event? Probably not. I, to, to me, that's that's burning the match. I, I really, can't see it personally. you don't think yeah. the rematch would be better than 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 the first time? Well, know. it's already a rematch. They've had like yeah, eight matches or something <laughs> as it is. So, I think yeah, the fact that we haven't seen it since Wrestle Kingdom twelve, you, you're waiting two years for it. I think that's long enough to to keep it on ice. I, I think there's absolutely no reason to put it in your final. Yeah, you're probably right. Here's so another saying, thing to think. So you're about. saying Tanahashi, huh? Either Naito Tanahashi or Naito Ibushi, and I'm leaning towards Naito Tanahashi because again, just we haven't seen it for two years. Yeah, yeah, it feels like you can't get over Ibushi well again, can you? It does seem like they would be just burning that match to death. I mean, it's a great match, mind you, but uh, yeah, I don't know. Tanahashi does sound. Logical. I like your logic, and I like your train of thought. But and they do right. like to do that sometimes, where you have the previous year's G one winner right. being a finalist, oh, the rub. Yeah. a runner up the next year. Like Kenny Omega did that, didn't he? Won in twenty sixteen, runner up in twenty seventeen. Yeah, and Okada. Yeah, and it makes sense because yeah, I'm with you. I'm with you. You sold me. Here's another factoid here. The last time the Wrestle Kingdom main eventers were in the same G1 block was in 2007. That was uh, Tanahashi and Nakamura. And uh, John Carroll looked that up for me. So thank you to John. So I think that rules out Ibushi from winning this G1. And I think Okada keeps the belt until Wrestle Kingdom. So they wouldn't burn that match in the blocks. Okay, it could end in the draw. But just based on the fact that I've just told you, I think the fact that they've put Ibushi in... Okada in the same block means that is not going to be a Wrestle Kingdom main event, which means Ibushi's not winning the G1. Yeah, I don't think Ibushi's winning the G1. Um, yeah, again, I think for one of those nights, all roads lead to Okada Naito for the title. I think I think that's an absolute definite, right? I mean, there, there's no way we're not doing anything different than that, right? I think when that block, when the block came out, because I could see an argument for doing Okada Ibushi as Tokyo Dome, but the fact they put them in the same block, to me, tips the hand. That makes them say that match is not worthy of the Dome main event. All right. All right. What do you What do you do with these guys on night two? Is it just going to be tag match? You know, <laughs> do they need to be on both nights? Can they not take the night off? I hope so. I wouldn't want to see like. Yeah, you don't want to cram everyone on the go. I think the whole beauty of having two nights is that you can spread everyone out and most of your talented guys get a good spot and plenty of time to work their match. Yeah. Yeah, you don't need to do that. Yeah, okay, good. You're selling me, Joel. You're like, you're like you should be booking this shit, I think. <laughs> get me on the committee. <laughs> uh, let's talk about Naito then, because Naito does still have this intercontinental title, which is a bit of a, a wrinkle, a bit of a hurdle, because you'd think that they want that IC title in a separate match at Wrestle Kingdom. But in the build-up to Wrestle Kingdom 8, Naito defended both his Wrestle Kingdom title shot and his never-openweight title at the same time against Masato Tanaka at Power Struggle. So the Preston is there for a title holder to have not only the briefcase, but also a singles title. So what are your thoughts on Naito two belts? I say do it. I think it will make for a great story. And 
you could tell the story where Naito needs the intercontinental title that he's previously reviled, but now he's embraced it and he needs that title to help him win the big one. And then at the end of the Wrestle Kingdom, night two, he's there in the middle of the ring holding up both titles with all the confetti. And him being the first ever, I think it'll be the first ever double champion, would help distinguish him amidst the mega reigns of Okada Tanahashi. Because Naito's never going to you know, be doing 12, 13 defences or whatever. But to have him being, this guy was the first and only ever double title holder, I think would be very special and would be quite fitting for Naito. So what do you think of the likelihood of that happening? The, my only argument with that, my only challenge with that is that you you have two titles and only one of them are really going to be defended, right? Like you, you're, you, As we like to say, you're burning an opportunity for a great match on one of those two shows, right? Or does um, he have a match on both? Does he defend the IC title on night one and then challenge for the IWGP title on night two? I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to, what if he gets hurt? What, what Naito hurt? getting hurt? It's not like he wrestles an unsafe style or anything. I can't see that happening. <laughs> right, okay. All right. I'm just, I'm just throwing it out there. Why, I mean, that's, you're asking a lot of a guy to get out there and go 20, 30 minutes back-to-back uh, on a big show. I'm not, I mean, I don't, you know, do, do we, we want to do that? Do we want? Do we want? What again? What if he gets hurt in the, in the first fucking night? What What happens? No, if, I I wouldn't have him wrestling two matches. I would I just would. have the the main event is Intercontinental Champion versus IWGP Champion, Champion versus Champion, and no IC title. Well, that is the IC title match. You don't have two separate matches. It's yeah, yeah. Winner take all. Um, I don't know. I just think you burn an opportunity to have a nice match. Um, again, my my big. Th- fear joel in this is you got two nights at this building you got two fucking nights at this building and and you need to have okay. se- sexiness on both nights okay look at it this way then if you you have a singles intercontinental title match not involving Naito or, or okada let's say for example it is ibushi Tanahashi. You know, Ibushi's been building this thing about he's in awe of Tanahashi. Tanahashi's God. He's aspiring to be him. So he need, you know, he lost to him in the... Uh, well, he's lost to him in the two most recent matches, I think. I think there was a maybe a destruction or King of Pro Wrestling Power Struggle 2017. I forget which one. And then also he lost to him in the G1 final last year. So, again, that could be a possible direction for Ibushi where Ibushi versus Tanahashi is a big match for Wrestle Kingdom. So... Ibushi versus Tanahashi with the IC title on the line or Ibushi Tanahashi just as a special singles match. Do you think having the IC title really makes a difference to numbers? Yeah. Or can they just run that as a, a special singles match? This is, this is about the only... Uh... <laughs> this is about the only promotion... Uh... I can't say the only, but, you know... Um... This, is a, this is a main promotion where, where titles are important. Um... Again, if it's one night, Joel, I got no problem with it. We got two nights to fill, and and what do you? How you spread? I think you're spreading things thin, putting all your eggs in one basket. All right. Unless, so what do you do with Naito then? He's got to drop the strap. But how? How does he? I, right, have, I don't. How does he right. drop that without also dropping his championship right. opportunity? Right. Maybe he gives it away. <laughs> maybe he just hands it to somebody. Gives it to maybe, Hiromu. <laughs> yeah, maybe he just loses his smile. And he, <laughs> he 
current in the title. I don't know. I don't know. I don't. I'm not good at the fantasy booking. Who the fuck knows? I don't know. But my, I do. What I here's what I do know, um, is that you've got two buildings, two buildings, one building, two nights, your biggest building of the fucking year, and you got a guy who theoretically is challenging for the biggest title that you have that currently holds the second biggest title that you have. To me, logic says he's got to get that he's got to get that title off of him. Just it just does. Yes, you can do the title versus title. Then what do you got? The headline night 2 or night 1 or whatever the fuck it is, right? I just I I'm I'm concerned with that. Unless you got again, as I said before, Unless you got something up your fucking sleeve that we don't know about. That's another reason why I kind of feel like there's something they're working on that we don't know about yet for one of those nights. Because if you because logic the exactly what you said, logic G one, Nitro winning, why would you take the title off of him and lose any of his momentum? Because you're going into it. If he loses, what is who? Right, let's just say he loses to fucking. Bah, I don't know who. Who knows? I'm, I'm picking a name out of the hat. He loses to Suzuki. Okay, so the the challenger for your world title can't get past Suzuki, and now he's going to challenge for. You know, what I mean? it doesn't make any sense. And also, I think him having the icy title is an integral part of his story. And like I said, him being a double champion is good. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, me too. So I think it's you, important that he's double champion. Okay, and I'm and I'm in on that. What do you do for night two? That's that's that my is only question. Two. That is my only question. But that will that will be my night two main event, Okada Naito, and then yeah. night one, you have your Bob Liger, Sapp. Liger, <laughs> <laughs> Bob Sapp against Brock Lesnar. Right. Yeah. Okay. Well, you know what Fujita. I mean? Um you have your LIGO retirement match. Maybe you could have your Hiromu comeback match if he's ready to go. Is that selling out the dome? I love Hiromu. That's part of the that's part of a card. That's not a main event. Shibata comeback. I don't know. It's not my problem. <laughs> I don't have to worry about this stuff. But no, All right. I'm saying is Naito two belts, book it. Okay, I'm down. Give me, tell me what else is there. Because if not, I'm going to Robot Restaurant, right? <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, there we go. We've laid down the challenge there. Uh, can I move away and talk about something different? You certainly can. Royal Quest. I think someone pins Okada during the G1 to set up a title shot at Royal Quest. Do you think it's ZSJ or possibly even Osprey? One of those two. One of those two might not be a bad idea. Pins Okada? In the G1. Mm-hmm. To earn a, a title match at Royal Quest. Yeah, I think I think that's a... Yeah. I think it's almost an absolute. Yeah, if you're doing your pick and pulls, you might want to look in that in that world. Um, Gun to your head, is it Zach or Will? Zach. You think they do Will? 
I don't know. I think they they are building up this Osprey Okada rivalry because Okada's like his big brother who brought him into the company. And each time he's faced him, he hasn't been able to beat him. And he's been getting closer and closer. I don't think you want to pay that off. I don't know. Do you want to pay that off in the G1? I don't think so. I think no. you want to save that. Yeah, I think it's that's so something. You I would say Zach. Corner. Zach gets the pin. Zach gets the pin. I agree. And Zach Okada is a match that we haven't seen since Sakura Genesis 2018. So it is relatively fresh. And I think, oh no, we we, we saw it at um, those RevPro shows, didn't we? Last summer. Zach, Zach pinned him, didn't he? Oh, yes. Yeah, but still, it's still relatively fresh. I still think the UK crowd would be up yeah, for that. And, I mean, the tickets complain. are pretty much sold already. So, the, the, yeah, I think that's the way to go. Um, other question then, what do you think this means for rest of the year? Because it seems that my two outstanding candidates are Will Ospreay and Shingo Takagi. And again, they've been put in separate blocks. So it's like the story of this year, them having their little ongoing competition for who can be wrestler of the year so when all said and done Damon how do you think this plays out in terms of uh, wrestler of the year I think the running joke was if 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 Will is in G1 it's going he's going to be a it's going to be tough to beat right considering his entire body of work right but yes but say- I think the fact that Shingo's in there as well in the opposite block against guys like right. Naito and Ishii and Juice and Goto and John Moxley, to me, I, I, I have Osprey slightly ahead, but I these so. guys could be neck and neck during the G1. Mm-hmm. And we're talking just New Japan, right? New Japan Wrestler of the Year, like our awards, right? We're not talking about sure. Okay, are are we or are we talking about everybody? Uh, again, I know there are other people in the mix. Uh, I think they're Kento absolutely. Mihara is having a yeah. brilliant year. Yeah. Um, again, I, I will definitely listen to other names, but if, just for the sake of argument, so I don't get people <laughs> attacking me on Twitter. Let's just say New Japan Wrestler of the Year. Right now, Will's got a, an edge, but Shingo's got an opportunity to really make an argument. Let's put it that way, and. How exciting is it that it's technically two air quote juniors? It's pretty good. Right now it's Will though. And and Will's in a real sexy block, so I think we'll be okay. The other interesting piece of news was that the opening night of the G one in Dallas will be slightly delayed on NJPW World for US audiences only. All other nights will be shown live. Obviously, well, please, God, Damon, this won't affect you because hopefully we can scrape together enough money from our listeners to get you over <laughs> to the Tatler show. Uh, any any thoughts on this, That the fact that it's going to be delayed? Is it time to dust off the VPN or, or get one? Or Do you think that's fair enough about who's it going to have? A- Access, Access TV? Yeah, Access having, TV, yeah. yeah. So, I mean, Access TV is a cable channel here in the States. Um, and... You know, I, I would say a lot of people have it. I mean, it's available on, I would say, most cable stations. Um, and I'll, I'll tell you right now, it's probably more people have access to Access TV than they than they have New Japan World subscriptions. No, you know it's funny? We got people from New Japan texting us. <laughs> Satisfied with the Dallas car, Damon? <laughs> yes. Yes, thank you, Gato. <laughs> thank you. Thank you, Gato. <laughs> Uh, yes, is the answer to that one. Uh, I'll text it back. Um, the, 
Yeah, what were we talking about? What were we talking about, Joel? We, we, we just talking Access about... TV. Oh, actually, getting live. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. So, delayed. yeah, more. I mean, it's more opportunity. It's more opportunity for eyeballs. Um. So if it's if it's delayed, and it's just delayed for people in the U.S., right? It's my understanding. So if you were, are in England, or if you're in Canada, or if you're in Japan or China or wherever you're listening to this. You, you, you could still watch it on New Japan World Live, right? It's for people in the U.S. And all you have to do in the U.S. is turn on your television and go to Access. That's it. So uh, I don't have a problem with this one. And here's the thing. It's different from the Fight TV thing because the Fight TV thing is making you pay. Right? You're paying 25 bucks to see these, these Australian shows. Nobody's going to do that. I'm just letting you know. Sorry. No one's going to do that. Tyler says, Damon, will Dallas be the first time you get to see Kenta wrestle live? Huh. Um, I think so. I, I think so. I didn't see him in Ring of Honor. I missed him. I don't know what was going on in my life that I missed him, but I missed him. I didn't see him in, on any shows in Japan. This will be the first time I see him live. Yes, it will be. Wow. Okay, I'm now I'm even more fucking pumped. Shit, yeah, first time. And the other question was: Does Naito Shingo happening in B Block signal possible Lij split for Shingo? Mm, I tell you what, something we haven't talked about this entire show. How about this evil thing? What's going on there? They always do that. Last year it was Sonado didn't want to do the fist bump. This year it's yeah, evil. It's do you um, think it's building to anything? Uh, maybe. I mean. Why not? Do you think Lij is getting a little stale? Do you think they could use a little, little, uh, little mix-up? I think we need a new faction. Yeah, and I'm not just saying that to rip my balls. Yeah. <laughs> but I think there's definitely a space for it. I would like to see you know, if Kenta is staying full time, like him getting guys like Goto, maybe Ishii, maybe you can even, I don't know pull someone out of LIJ like Sonada or someone to make a new fresh stable because I just think things are getting so muddled between Chaos and Hontai I think there is a space for a new faction to emerge I don't want a faction I don't give a shit about (laughs) I don't want another one it's hard to keep track of Um, but okay I just noticed a lot of uh, non-fist bumps from Evil so uh, again maybe something we can planting seeds planting seeds all right, uh, Boost Leprechaun, Nicole says, with two, possibly all three of the matches we've talked all year as being protected, being used for Budokan, and the increasing likelihood Naito is going to win the G1, what do you see as being the other Wrestle Kingdom main event? So I guess we... Ah, we talked about it a lot. We did, yes, yes. So I hope that's answered the question. Uh, Cody says, what is the over-under for five-star matches to come out of the G1, and who do you see as possibly having the most? Fuck, I mean... Uh, okay, let me let, let's sum it up with one question that I'll ask you. I'm going to take that question, turn it into another question because I like to do that. What at the end of the day, Joel? Who what will have a better output of matches? G1 or Best of the Super Junior? Mm, I would say G1. I think overall the quality of workers in the G1 is higher than Best of the Super Juniors, and it was a fucking good Best of the Super Juniors. <laughs> right. So that is saying something, right? Um, I'm going to agree just on paper. I don't know how the fuck they're going to do it physically. 
but on paper, it looks really sexy. It really does. Can't lie. It, on paper, it has the potential to be. On paper, it has the potential to be one of the best ever. Um, so how many are you saying? What's the over under? Oh, I mean, For we're talking five, five, star. five stars. Yeah. Or uh, who's five stars? Are we talking? Are we talking about? Melty Point five stars. Or are we or talking our, about Joel and Damon five stars? I mean, I th- we kind of aligned. We're our our star ratings. I mean, we're, we're usually quicker to the star ratings than him. And sometimes, he, like depending upon shows, he'll release a show and talk. You know, you know. First. It's always Thursday, isn't it? He comes yeah. out with his ratings, uh, yeah. and I don't go over five stars for me if you're saying five stars that's a perfect match yeah yeah you're you're a tough grader i'm a little bit easier with that i'm gonna set the over under five and who do you think gets the most ibushi that's an interesting pick i I don't know i can still see osprey pulling out at least two five-star matches. I could see him having more than that. I could see him having three. Five-star matches. Yeah. I don't know. I get melts of five-stars, yes. Joel, five-star matches. Yeah, like like you said, I'm slightly harsher on the grading. Mm. Your students feel it. Can't wait to get Mm. out of Joel's class. (laughs) 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 What do you mean, B+. People have to earn their points for me. I, I like that. Yeah, I, I get. I think over five. There's a lot of sexy main events, Joel. For, for me, a Joel five star rating. I think it's going to be under five because for me, the occasion is a big part of it. There's got to be something big at stake. So if it's like a random G1 main event in the middle of nowhere, I'm unlikely to be given that five stars. Five stars are usually reserved for like a final, a, a best of the Super Juniors final, or a G1 final, or a Wrestle Kingdom right. big Spot- title match, things like that. Spotlight means a lot to you. Yeah. Yes. Under five. So I'm saying fewer than five. Five I'm star going matches. over. I'm going over. And just, and just to win the bet, and, that, and there's no bet, everything's five stars right now. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right, uh, next question. Mike says, knowing that Fale and Yano are important to have someone who can beat anyone in each block, do you think these blocks are as good as can be? I think so. Yeah. I mean, seriously, I think anybody at this point is just nitpicking. Yes. And we love the nitpicking. They've made some very tough decisions in keeping it at 20 and cutting out people who weren't up to scratch and cutting out people who are, let's say, quote-unquote, too old so again, I, w- I won't look a gift horse in the mouth. There, I think they've done a tremendous job. Yep, and that's you mentioned something there. They had the guts to fucking say no. They had the guts to say no. They had the guts to make the right decisions and say no. That you gotta tip your cap. I'd rather them be frugal and say no than be like, ah, all right, you're a good guy, right? You know what I mean? Like they, they did the right thing. They they did the right thing. And along the similar lines of the previous question, what do you make of Evil and Sonata being in the same block? They have been in the same block before, right. if I'm not mistaken. So I wouldn't read too much into Evil and Sonata. But again, it, w- it wouldn't stun me if they do have at least one person 
from the LIJ group leaving. All right, um, Eric says, assuming Suzuki works multi-man in the G1, who would you rather see him second? Archer, Taichi, or Zach, with or without Taka? So who do you think? Did you think Suzuki's working the multi-manager in the G1? Yes. Um, I mean, there's really no reason why he can't do both blocks, right? He doesn't have to stick with one. Um so yeah, I think we'll see we'll see we'll see a lot of them. I think we'll see a lot of them in, in the uh, multi mans. Sure, why not? And the other question, is this the annual LIJ fist bump rejection angle that is cheerfully resolved, or do you see someone leaving <laughs> yeah. the faction when it's all sends on? Okay, we covered that <laughs> yeah. one. Yep. Ben says of the four members of LIJ, who finishes with the lowest point total? Oh. Alright, so uh, between Naito, Evil, Sonata, and Shingo. Evil. I've got a feeling they're going to end up. Evil and Sonata will end up with the same points tally. Below Shingo. Mm, that's really tough. It is. I can see them. I can see them make giving them more than Shingo. Just because they're more established yeah. in the heavyweight division. Yeah. I don't know. You, do you want to have Shingo taking that many defeats? I don't, but... I mean, I guess you could have Shingo... Would you want to have him taking the Yano nutshot roll-up bullshit no, finish? No. I really don't. So if he's losing, he's he's going out on his sword. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, okay, yeah, maybe Shingo ends up with a... Or, or I wouldn't be surprised if Shingo, Evil, and Sonata do end up with the same point tally, to be fair, but yeah. That that'll be my pick. I think they're all going to end up with like ten points. Um, Angus says most anticipated Yano match. Yano Moxley? versus Taichi could be fun. Yano versus Switchblade. Yeah, Yano Moxley. So is Moxley your pick? You think there's going to be some good quality shenanigans there? I think yeah. I think we're definitely seeing some. Listen, you got you got Moxley who's coming off WWE. You know what I mean? I'm sure he's worked some fucking comedy matches that you've never seen in the middle of Madison, Wisconsin against, uh, you know, whomever. Uh, I'm sure he's got some tricks up his sleeve, right, that we've yet to see. So, yeah, that to me seems – we're talking about fresh matches when it comes to star quality. How about fresh matches when it comes to comedy matches? That that might be one of them. Ryan says – who will be wrestling Farley in the worst match in the G1 this year? Uh, the one I, I guess that a lot of people might jump to would be Farley versus Lance Archer. But they had a match in the New Japan Cup last year, which I thought was pretty good. I enjoyed it. I, gave, I think I gave it three and a half stars. So on paper, Damon, what do you think will be the worst match of this G1? Is there any combinations of names there that you think are going to have a stinker or not even just a bad match, just the, the least good match? Probably a Fale match would be in the mix, right? But I think that's the the easy go to. <sighs> what do you think? Fale. I, could, I, I know traditionally they have really good chemistry, but I could see Fale Tanahashi this year just being a one too many and it kind of falling apart and just getting very sloppy. Yeah, that's. I mean. And at the same time, I could also see Yano versus Taichi 
being very shenanigans heavy and that receiving a lot of low star ratings. You know, if we're going by consensus, yeah, yeah, like a cage that. match or a grapple or something, then right. that could be one. I would think somebody would follow. So, yeah, I might have to say follow Archer might be the one. That might be the one. Or follow Sonata. Yeah, Farley needs someone who can fly around and bump for him. Maybe Farley Evil. That one doesn't sound very interesting. Right. Yeah, I would go that route. Okay. All right. Uh, RBX2000 says, how bad will Hinare be feeling when he realizes Minoru Suzuki is now in C-block? Do you think they're going to do this C-block gimmick again? I thought it was a... I mean, I didn't mind it, but it's just just a bit daft. You know, uh, yeah, it wasn't I something mean, I took seriously. Right. I mean, you're basically saying I'm a fucking jobber. Um, I feel bad for Hinari. Do you feel bad for him? I, I like. Yeah, he's not doing. He's doing nothing wrong, is he? Maybe it's just the gimmick, or I, I don't know what it is. But he's just. There are guys just that oh, are not just impressing the people him. upstairs, is he? No, no. There are guys that are just blowing by him. You know. If maybe it's and the it, promo. I mean, we, we always get the same promos from him. It's always, ah, I fight for Yamagata. I always try my best. I'll never give up. Blah 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 blah. And right, right. That's not really connecting with people, is it? I guess not, but it seems like you know he gets a nice crowd response. But yeah, there's just something they don't see in him right now. And like I said, the problem is is that there are people that are just blowing right by him, just you know, and and he's not one of them. And I hate to say it, but that injury set him back. That injury set him back. JDM says, "Are you excited that Kenta and Kanemaru might be in the ring together again, even if it's an undercard tag one of these nights?" Right, reliving some Noah stuff, right? Uh, yeah, I am. That's, that'd be cool. Kenta, Kenta really is. It, it, I'm, I'm so excited for it. Uh, you, it's, it's, it's hard to put into words, even though I do a podcast. It's, uh, I'm excited for it. I think everybody is. I think he is. He is one element in this G1 that just makes it very exciting for me. Yes. Rocco says, are you all in on ELP and Ishimori as a tag team? Should Yo and Sho and Yo split up now? Uh, did you watch the tag title match from yesterday? Because it was... I did. It was, I don't know if it was just because everyone was in a post-G1 announcement come down, but it kind of fell a bit flat. It was yeah. a little bit sloppy at times. Some of the spots kind of felt like they were in slow motion. Didn't really connect with me. Yeah, I think it was it was an okay match. It wasn't great. I don't think it's anything that anybody's going to go back and watch. Um, if you missed it, I don't, I don't think it's really hardcore necessary for you to to, to jump back into that pool. Um, look, I to me, and and again, they can rehabilitate it. The junior straps really are kind of meaningless. It's fine that they won them and it gives them something to do. Um, I just felt it was cutting the legs off having that definitive Rapongi 3K title run. Yeah. Yeah. I don't I don't do you split them up? I don't think you split them up yet, right? But then what are you going to do? Are you going to have them challenge again? Like what are they? Five-time champions already for Christ's sake. You know what I mean? Like uh, again? Like either split them up? No. Not either split them up. Don't do you have to split them up now? Do you have any interest in Rapungi 3K now? Challenging again. Honestly. 
don't know. I don't, I don't I, have. Got, I don't have any interest in these tag titles anymore. I don't have a either sliver. the heavyweight or the junior ones. Yeah. And, and again, I used to be excited about the junior ones, but I've just they've made me stop caring. Right. I mean, honestly, do you give a fuck? I love showing you, but truly, do you give a fuck if they challenge for these titles again? Who gives a shit? You gotta split them up at this point, right? Not the booking committee. <laughs> the, the committee. Uh, right? Who gives? I feel bad. I love them, but who cares at this point? That's the problem. Like once you get past, like if you're just in that mix of junior heavyweights, once you get past being a, a challenger for the title, you're just fucking farting around with with the junior straps that mean nothing. Mean nothing at this point. Oof. All right, break them up. Did you see the uh, end of the match where Taichi was putting money down Yo's pants? I did. Hot, right? And Taichi <laughs> had some quotes afterwards. He said, "Today, I finally gave Yo Chan a tip. I mean, he kept flexing his chest at me. How could I resist? If he had just worn those shorty shorts and shown some ass, I would have given him 10,000. Now, Damon, look, we've had complaints from listeners about us objectifying the male wrestlers, but can you blame us when they're doing stuff you know, like this? I mean, don't come in our Discord, for Christ's sake. <laughs> I always joke around. Like, I'll just hop in it, like, every once in a while. I don't, I'm not super-duper active, but, you know, I'll hop in every once in a while. Uh, and I go in during the day, and the tone is a lot of pro wrestling. And then we're kind of like the coffee shop that turns into a bar at night. <laughs> you know? And then at night, it just fucking disintegrates into hunky talk and all this Fuck nonsense. energy. Fuck energy. One day That's we'll let, one. let these guys do their own podcast on the Super J cast feed, and they can do like the, the fuck energy power rankings or something. <laughs> right, right. There's a lot of that. There's a lot of thirstiness there that's for sure uh yeah so look it's just another little i mean they're they're like club boys right you know what i mean aren't they is that what they're, they're, that's their gimmick so yeah all right yeah, i'm not offended i don't get offended by that kind of stuff i think it's funny what else the subtle doctor says are they attempting to make el Fantasmo this year's jay white recall jay's wins yeah. injuring juice cutting heel promos and getting over around this time last year and will it work uh-uh I don't. I. I mean, it's a lower level Jay White, but he's not going to be a Jay White. I don't see them giving him that kind of mega push. No. What do you think his ceiling is? Do you think he's a potential future junior champion, or do you think yes. it's tags and challenges for the singles, but never actually winning it? Could you see him winning it? Yeah, I could see him winning the the junior strap. Sure. Yeah, I definitely could. I mean, I'm not saying he definitely will, but like, I don't. I'm not. You know, that's not doesn't blow my mind thinking that he could win that title. No, not at all. All right, let's dig into some of the Discord questions. I haven't done these for quite a long time, so we've got a bit of a backlog, but you stop me when it's time to get to work. So, uh, Nicole says, if tickets for G1 Dallas are still moving slow by the time the blocks marquee matchups are announced, do we get a protected match as the night one main event? Do you consider Okada Tanahashi as a... It's not really a protected main event, is it? It's not a protected main event, but it's the first time this has ever happened in the States, right? Um, and it's the first time it's ever happened outside of Japan in a singles match. Um, look, people get get fired up over it. It's going to be great. We know it. You know it. Um, my question is: is as that is is this a definitive ticket mover? Look, if you're a fan of New Japan Pro Wrestling and you haven't gotten a ticket and you were on the fence, 
I think that lineup can help move tickets. I think the only thing that they need to do is just let people know Moxley will be there. You know, like that's a guy that you don't need to say, oh, he's fighting this guy. You know what I mean? You could just say he'll be there, he'll, you know, and that's fine. And then you have these four or five matches that you definitively know. Um, I, I think the card is sexy. I like it a lot. And I'm going to be very curious as to it, to see how it moves tickets. But my point being, if you're a New Japan fan and you were waiting for this show and, and a lineup to see what you were getting, you have to be happy and you really have to be looking at that credit card balance and squinting a little bit and saying, I might have to fucking pull the trigger on this. You, 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 you need to be in attendance. All right, I've sent you a link to something. Um, and question, <laughs> open it up. And the question is, has Damon been to this yet? And if so, is it as glorious as it sounds? So open that link up and right. tell us what you got there. Yep, it's Have a pop-up restaurant. Uh, Deets and Watson is a uh, local... Um, they do deli meats. So your salamis and your capicolas and your all that stuff. So uh, they're pretty notorious around here. I have not been to this. Um, I'm going to be honest with you. It probably is not as great as it sounds. So um, no, I haven't been to this and I probably won't. I'll be truthful. All right, next question. How interesting slash delicious is it that the two men Omega fans would consider his great rivals both declared in barely a month other men as their greatest rivals? So uh, (laughs) Sanada for Okada and Naito for Ibushi. How much is just New Japan storyline-wise moving on and how much is behind the scenes feeling feeling leaking through? Do you think they're sort of indirectly or, well, deliberately throwing shade? Old Kenneth? No? Uh, I, I, I... you, I know people are going to disagree, but I really don't think they, they think about him. From a company perspective, I really don't. Now, again, if you're cu- if you're a pro wrestler and you're cutting a promo, I mean, we do it on this dumb show where we do little inside jokes that maybe one person is going to, you know what I mean? Like, we do it just to fucking make ourselves giggle and then and then get a text message and be like, ah, I got it, yeah, you fucking dick, right? We, 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 we do that. So I'm sure they're doing that too. But from a company perspective... No, do, do you think, for example, Okada thinking, I am going to say that Sonada is my great rival to just have a little shot at Kenny Omega? Yeah. Or Ibushi's... Okay, yeah. Yeah, what I think so. That? Yeah, I think it's just a little insider dig and he'll get a text and be like, ah, go fuck yourself. You know what I mean? Okay. I'm sure that happens yeah, yeah, a lot. Yeah. Sure, absolutely. All right, uh, Tyler says, rewatched Omega Okada 1 from Wrestle Kingdom 11 and Nakamura Ibushi from Wrestle Kingdom 9 because they're still amazing after many rewatches. What are your favorite matches to rewatch that don't get old? Um, you know what match I always seem to watch, and it's, it seems to always be on my TV or, or or on my computer. Um, and it's on New Japan World. It's uh, Stan Hansen versus Andre the Giant. It's it's, uh, it's a really great match. It's probably Andre the Giant's greatest pro wrestling match. I always seem to find that on my TV. It always seems to be on, uh, or on my computer. Uh, what else? What else always seems to be on there? That uh, uh, G1 Chikata. match between uh, Ishii and Shibata. Where yeah. They just batter each other. Yeah, that always I always find a way to, to have that on. I was going to say uh, Muda versus Takata from Tokyo Dome. At the time, it was like the, the largest gate in pro wrestling. 
Um, that always seems to, I always seem to find that on my, you know, it's like I'm just randomly looking up. Oh, that's on. Um, those are the two that instantly pop in my head of two matches that it seems like I, I always fall back on. So, you know, we'll, we'll, we'll use those two as an example. All right, next one. If you guys decide to do a Super J cast Hall of Fame starting at the Dallas meetup, I vote Fraser as one of the OG inductees. So I second that. More than deserving of a spot in the Super J cast Hall of Fame. I'm going to be honest. Would it be super pretentious of us if we did something like that? We found a way to do something like that. Pretentious, self-indulgent, and very on-brand. Right, right. You want to do that? Do you want to have... I'm going to ask you point blank right now. Do we have a Super J cast Hall of Fame? Yes or no? Yes, I think so. All right. People we mentioned before. So Colin's going in. Fraser's going in. uh, Who else have we mentioned? I I have this. We'll we'll go away. We'll think about it. Okay, well, let's do this. We, We each of us have a pick. Me, you. Do we do a listener's entry? So we have th- five people per year, right? We'll do five people per year. Every year we do it. So it's like uh, like right around G1 time, right? So we have like our year-end awards, right, which makes it. But then we have the summertime thing, and it's the Super J-Cast Hall of Fame. The first one at Dallas. We'll do our picks bef- maybe before Dallas. I don't know. But then the listeners get to vote for three people to go in. How's that sound? Yeah, let's do it. Fuck yes. All right. So, all right. We just announced the Super JKS Hall of Fame. <laughs> all right. The first induction ceremony will be at in Dallas. Uh, if I'm not mistaken, I don't want to announce the venue yet, but it's right near it's, – it's booked. We have a place. Um. And it's right near the the arena, so it's not going to be hard. And it's the day of. I know that. Um, and I think it's like eleven to five or eleven to four that we have this venue. Um, I'll wait till it's official. But that's where the first Super JKS Hall of Fame will be. We are the most pretentious, self chest pumping fuck faces on earth, but we're doing it. <laughs> we wouldn't have it any other way, Damon. Exactly. All right. Next question: With Kenny Omega having it written in his AEW contract, he can work Japan. Uh, could we see Omega Ibushi headline one of the Dome shows next year? So, again, we touched on this. What do you think are the odds of getting Omega Ibushi at Wrestle Kingdom next year? The one coming up. Yeah. I'll say six, better than 50%. How about that? Mm. I don't know. I just think there's so many different directions you could go in with Ibushi. Tanahashi, I think, would be a big match. If you can get Nakamura, and I don't know, I don't know if Kenny Omega would agree. It would be so if, if easy he, to do. Yeah, would Kenny agree to do it though? Would, Look, uh, if, if he's going to lose to anybody, the... if he's going to lose to anybody, Kenny, if Kenny's going to lose to anybody, or if Code is going to lose to anybody, it would be one of those two, right? You know what I mean? Like nobody's going to have. There's no egos involved in that one. I don't think, right? Um. It's more the companies agreeing to what the finish would be. Look, I got no problem with it. I think it'd be great. All right, next question. If you were Ghetto, what move would you protect the most? Move? Move, yeah. Which move would you say no one is allowed to kick out of this one ever? If this move hits, you're You're staring at the lights. Yeah. 
nobody kicks out of the bad luck four. <laughs> yeah, that I was thinking that one as well. I mean? Has anyone kicked out of the Kamigoye? Are they no, they have, haven't they? I don't yeah. know. The one without the knee pad. Okay, that one. I mean, you've kicked I out of know. Destinos, right? Destinos you kick out of. Um, people have kicked out of Rainmakers. It's rare. Yeah. People kick out of Rainmakers. Yeah, people, it seems like people kick out of Rainmakers all the time. Yeah. Mm. That's the one Blade Runner. Line. Blade Runner seems pretty yeah. protected. Yeah. I'm going to look. You, here's the thing. I think every one of those moves no one should kick out of unless you are specifically told you're kicking out of this tonight. You know what I mean? Yeah. And it's got to be in a big spot in a big match. You're not Last kicking of out the of the dragon, this. Stormbreaker. Yeah. No one's Storm- kicked out of that. Nope. Yeah. So all those I know moves people are- got mixed up between Made in Japan and Last of the Dragon, but no one's kicked out of Last of the Dragons. Right. But so all those moves are protected. It's just when they do it. Um, but yeah, I mean, th- those moves are on the list. Sure. Next question: Is the U.S. title significantly hurt by the fact that? The only Japanese wrestler to compete for the belt was Ishii in the finals of the US title tournament. Well, of course, Yoshihashi challenged for it in uh, ROH a couple of years ago when Kenny Omega had it. Do you think... It feels churlish complaining about the US title at this point because at the moment, I think... Well, I think Juice Robinson did a good job building it up and I think John Moxley has also done a good job in elevating it because to me, just the fact that it's round the waist of Moxley coming off the back of a terrific match with Juice makes it seem prestigious to me. I don't know if it's got anything to do with Japanese wrestlers not challenging for it. I just think you need to have good matches with high-profile wrestlers wherever they're from. Yeah, and overall, I mean, with that US title, look, we know where it is in the position of the company, mind you, but there's, there's names have held that title. <laughs> you, know? you know, names have held that title. And I can't, I don't think anybody can really complain too hard about the names that have held it. Um, look, to mix it up, sure, yeah, but I don't think, I don't think it's, I don't think it hurts the title that that we really haven't had a Japanese representation challenging for that title. Sure. Next question. Is Milano Collection 80 the New Japan equivalent of the Spanish announce table in WWE? <laughs> yeah, he does seem to get a bit of a battering. That a suicide dive from Dragon Lee at the at Dominion. Whew. Yeah, you got his ass whipped on that one. Uh, yeah, it does, it does feel that way. I, I do feel sorry for them because, you know, they're in a very vulnerable spot. They're sitting in a chair, you know, and then they get wiped out by a 230-something pound wrestler jumping through the ropes. That eh, can't, can't be fucking fun at all. Um, yeah, it does seem that way. All right, uh, two more, please. Uh, Liam says, would Joel... I'm going to change this to both of us. Would either of you wager this the next time there's a cartwheel death match? So get your phone, Damon. Open right. up the WhatsApp and have a look at this. It's porn tell again. Us what you can see. Uh-huh. <laughs> Why are you sending me tell us what you can see. I see a tattoo. There's a Tai Chi tattoo. Is this legit? Somebody really get this? Uh, it seems so, yeah. All right. So is the next one going to be a, a tattoo death match? I thought about that. I don't think you would do it. I think you'd be like, nope, no fucking way I'm doing it. Because here's the thing. Hair, at least hair grows back. You know what I mean? What is it going to take? A month or two to get back to where you were for hair? Tattoo, man. That's fucking... I don't know. I would never put somebody through that. You know? Especially those people get like tattoos like of like, you know, I don't know. Something ridiculous that where it's just like, oh. Have you got any tattoos? I don't have any. I have, I have four. Okay. I have four. I have oh, of course tattoo. you have. Yes, yeah. Stupid question. Yeah, I have four. 
Um, I have a, a tattoo of Joel. <laughs> Scampy. Scampy. Whoever yeah. it gets uh, elected to the uh, CBJ Cast Hall of Fame, they're going to. Yep. Dana's going to get a tattoo of them. Yep. 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 Uh, okay. I'm excited for the Hall of Fame now. Oh shit, that's gonna be fun. All right, I don't know how we're gonna do it, but uh, maybe we need a PA system. We need a PA system so we can do the announcement. <laughs> we're so fucking pretentious. It's unbelievable. Oh, we stink. We're so great though. All right, uh, it's all about our entertainment, by the way. So just you know, yeah, we're doing this for us. The rest right. of you can get fucked. All right. Uh huh. Okay. Um, what, you want one more? One more, and then I gotta get out of here. I gotta get to work. Okay. This is from Aspir on the Discord. If you guys haven't seen this, I want your live reactions to this GIF. Now, I have seen this. Another thing Damon, I don't know if you've seen it. Open it up from your, your WhatsApp and tell us Holy what shit. you can see. Woo! Is that Volador? I think it's Aerostar. Or Aerostar. Fuck. I mean, so you know how... Yeah, all right, so you have the ring, kids. And you know how you have, like, the, right, the lighting rig made out of metal. You know, the posts and then the lights around the ring, right? Arrowstar is diving from the top of that rig onto, I don't even know who they are, but there's like two guys that have the daunting task of trying to catch him as he falls, Joel, easily, 20 feet? Yeah. I mean, he is high up, and he's just doing a splash, and he wipes out two guys. Whew, that is scary shit. Dumb and scary. Wow, fuck me. Is that Killer Cross at the bottom there who just was no part of that? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well out of the way. Yeah, there's one guy who did the old fucking Ole. Yeah, yeah. They just ran out of the way. Yeah, I can't blame. Oh my god! Imagine being the like. Oh, I gotta catch you coming from. And here's the thing: Aristar's he's not like super small. He seems like he's a bigger dude. Oh my god! Yeah, you gotta check out that. That's pretty crazy. Retweet that out if you could, Joel, because that's. That's retweetable right there. That's tweetable, as we like to say. <laughs> That's, That's like the golden word of the Super J cast these days, isn't it? it is That's the difference between us, you know, kicking off an extra 500 <laughs> followers on Twitter or it not. It really is. <laughs> but here's what pisses me off, is that we, we ask, but then next week it, everything winds up in the Observer, right? Everything that we say, that we are Yeah, all the stuff that we're going to say, you definitely cannot, under any circumstances, say that. Someone else will have it up like, right. within an hour. <laughs> right. And we're like, what the fuck? Can we, we, we like, we know, we like uh, stats too, you know. We like traffic too, you know. Fuck. We're very close to 2,000 followers, Damon. Oh, okay. Is that good so comparatively if, to other shows or? Um, Voices of Wrestling have got like 12,000, so <laughs> no. <laughs> it must, must be those crisp talk. Fuck us up. All right. Well, listen, I don't really, I don't pay any mind to that shit. You know what? Um. I'll, I'll tell you. So I, I uh, put in for credentials for Dallas. Um, I'm curious as the as the. I think the 27th was the last day. Um, so I'm curious. Um, and I also hit up our people, our peeps. I didn't hear back. I thought that was pretty uh, pretty interesting, pretty telling. <laughs> David's getting fucking credentials for this. But I'm a look. I'm a legitimate member of the media, and I think we're established in the New Japan community. I mean, what the fuck? I mean, listen. If Uprocks gets credentialed and I don't I'll, I'm going to have a word or two with some people at fucking New Japan you know uh, I, I thought you're, you're getting one through VOW no well yeah that's who I filled out for like that's that's who I yeah. filled out for but then I also 
hit oh, up you, people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, you know I mean? got you. I got you. You know what I mean? Pull some strength. <laughs> you know what I mean? Don't send me. Don't send me texts asking me what I think of Dallas and not get me credentialed. How about that? <laughs> <laughs> Shit. All right. Very good. All right. Um. All right. Let's wrap it up. What do you say? I think we can end on that high note. <laughs> all right. Please join our Discord. Lots of really interesting discussions to be had. It seems to be growing. Every day we're getting new people joining and some really interesting conversation there. And you can buy one of our t-shirts, prowrestlingtees.com forward slash superjcast. Massive thank you to, always to editor Dan. Visit his YouTube channel, 219 Films. And on Twitter, I, I should write this down. <laughs> I always have to do it from memory. Uh, and on Twitter, what is it? At Escape, Escape the, Box the Box UK. Escape yeah. the Box UK. Okay, I've written it down, so I won't have to try and remember that each time. Subscribe to the Voices of Wrestling Podcast Network. Please give us a nice five snake review on iTunes. Don't bother with any of these two stars, three stars, four stars. No good to us. Five stars or nothing. Uh, follow us on Twitter at the Super Jcast. Maybe we'll give a shout out to our 2,000th follower. Thank you, everyone, for listening. And goodbye. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill.